What's up, Video Landers? Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is... Seth Fisher. And Brian Steele. Welcome to episode number 290. Tonight, we are putting on the Disney suits. We are in charge of Lucasfilm. We have uh-huh. more money than God, and we are remaking The Last Jedi. But first, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. Seth, tell our listeners what we're all about. Okay, so there's two rules with us. Um, there are always spoilers abound, so if you haven't seen The Last Jedi, we're going to just ruin it because we're kind of talking all about it and probably talk about Star Wars. So if you haven't seen Star Wars either, you know. Like, <laughs> you're, probably, you're probably not listening to this in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Star Wars. Yeah, but, but yeah, so there's going to be spoilers all abound, and then we're also critics with attitude, so um, there's going to be some potty mouth talk, some potty language. Some uh, You might want to put the kids to bed on this one because, you know, some, some dirty stuff out there. Hell yes. And yes. disclaimer, Brian... So we understand that everybody's doing the uh, you know really kind of focused on this whole Last Jedi remake fan spiel. Uh, everybody at AV, we love movies, and uh, some of the stuff that the fans have been doing, some of the, specifically the the kind of the toxic fans, uh, we don't get behind that. You know, we're we're not we're not remaking this for, or we're not doing our remakes. For anything other than you know our own fun and what we would do if we had limitless budget and power. Uh, you know, we all know that The Last Jedi is not going to get remade. This is literally just our exercise in fun, and we're not trying to poke fun at anybody who's done stuff in the past or anything of the sort. This is really just us having a good time, and, you know, maybe you guys want to hear some of our cool ideas. Maybe it'll get made. Yeah, you know, crowdfunding goes a long way. (laughs) I would love to see the (laughs) AV, like, comic book of this. That'd be awesome of each one of our stories. But, uh, all right, guys. A whole bunch of angry fanboys and producers who hate Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi are trying to remake the movie, and here's their mission statement. This is a campaign to provide Disney an opportunity to course-correct the Star Wars franchise. The fans are completely divided, and the core goal of Star Wars has been abandoned. The goal is to not make one half of the fandom happy over the other. It is to make a film that the fandom in general, as a whole, enjoys. The hero archetypes of the original films is what made these so great. It made characters that everyone could relate to regardless of their background and beliefs. No longer having this core element along with poor storytelling has made the franchise divisive and in disarray. The the producers behind this have pledged to cover the budget, but you can pledge an amount to have your voice heard. You do not have to put financial or personal information in, just email, address, and a pledge. And I think they've raised almost $500,000. That's a lot of money for just uh, not even being through uh, yeah. a, a legitimate. Yeah, you know, literally just asking service. for money. Like just it's asking not for even, money. It's not even a, a GoFundMe or, or anything, anything like, like that. that. It's just hey, give us give us some money because we want to make this happen. It's, it, I mean, it it does say a lot for the the fan base. Some of the fan base to be as unhappy as they have to speak with their wallets. Yep. That's a lot of money. It is, and I think the video said, don't quote me on this, but I think when I watched it yesterday, I, if I remember right, it said that the producers will match every single dollar. Or I think, like it said, it, the producers behind this have pledged to cover the budget. So they have. do they already have enough producers lined up to pay $200 million? Because that's how much Last Jedi cost, roughly, right? That's. I mean, that's crazy. It's. I, I just divided that to see how many movie tickets that is. <laughs> 
Like, that's how it's 52,000 52, 52, <laughs> movie, movie tickets. tickets. Do we think that there are 52,000 <laughs> angry Star Wars fans out there, angry enough that they threw money at the project? I imagine so. Yeah, and it's weird too because I've reached out to these faceless producers. There's no name, no face. They have a um, a section where you can email or mm-hmm. a pledge, but I've reached out to them and still no response. I've reached out to them twice. I just and I was and my what I sent them was, hey, I'm I'm neutral, which I'm not, but I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm neutral. And uh, but seriously, the pod, the episode, the interview would be neutral. Yeah. Just I want to know what you're doing and what your plans are. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, let them tell me what they're planning. But I haven't. What's heard anything. your deal? Yeah, yeah, they're probably Russians just trying to divide the nerd fan base. I would imagine they're just raising raising a super pack to get their next uh, get Ryan Johnson in office. I got nothing. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I know. think they're just Russians. Yeah, yeah, just trying to split the the nerd fan base. But I think this is interesting. Like. um... You know, like you said, there's the toxic fan base. Yeah. And we're not a part of that, but if if these people are just unhappy, them. if some of the people that are pledging money are just unhappy, I, I completely support that. It won't ever happen. Yeah. It, it's never going to get remade, but I like this rebellious spirit. You know, this like, fuck it, we're going to take the franchise we love and we're going to make something. Would it be better? I don't know. Could it suck even worse? Maybe. <laughs> but I, I do like this rebellious spirit of like, let's get our franchises back on uh, on point here, whether it be Star Wars, yeah. Star Trek, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Terminator. Jurassic it's like Park. the fans are speaking up now and... Again, this won't come up, become a reality, but I could see this becoming a reality to a certain extent with some franchises, like a, like something smaller. Yeah, you know, not to well, this, and, you know, and this even large. even to something this large, you know, there there has to be a little bit of of credence to it because you look at the numbers for from Solo, you know, that how long had Last Jedi been out? And in people's faces, it had been December to what was was it June? So less than six May? less than six months. But it was enough, you know, the, the fan base was still hot enough. Because I can't tell you the number of the fan sites that I went to that people were like, well, I'm not going to go see Solo because Last Jedi sucked. And that that's that's a weird foreign thing to me. Like, I like that I can't even I can't even get behind that of not going to see something because the thing before it, you know, the, the unrelated thing before yeah, it was bad. That's really weird. You know, yeah, I, I'm not going to go see the sequel to a movie that I that I thought the first one was garbage. Yeah. But, you know, this was literally the fan base taking a stance, and, and there's enough people that were saying... You know, I didn't like Last Jedi so much that I'm not excited for Solo. Let me put that into perspective real quick, okay? Rogue One, all right? Worldwide, $1 billion. Okay, Solo, worldwide, how much do you think it's made? Has it has it even broke seven fifty yet? Has even went over. I think it's four fifty right now. Yeah, like that is an impact. It and is, that, and that has kind of uh, rustled some feathers. I mean, right now they've kind of stopped um, spinoff films, which we'll, we're going to talk about that in a couple weeks. So we'll mm-hmm. leave that there. Um, but yeah, it's just a really interesting time that you can, you know, uh, get this kind of money together. And uh, I, I think it's uh, I think it's really interesting. And you know, even if the movie never gets off the ground, knowing that they were able to raise. This kind of, and even if these producers don't exist, and like if it's literally a couple of guys going, I bet we could make a fortune off of angry fans. Whatever the case may be, uh, Disney has to look at you know, yeah, five hundred thousand bucks is not a huge yeah. amount to them. They you know that they they pay that on a beeline salary. You know, like the the guy who gets killed in the first half of the movie. You know, yeah. that's I get that. But you can't tell me that there's not someone in the executive offices that goes, these no ones, these 
literally just angry fans with ghost producers yeah. raised half a million dollars <laughs> wow. because they were mad at us. Yeah. That's that's gotta be saying something. You know, and my advice to these remake the last Jedi.com people, these faceless producers, I would just take this money or maybe go to crowdfunding a, a legitimate yeah. source and do a TV show, man, with these nerds with like different nerds writing screenplays. Would you watch that? Pitch a pitch a Netflix series like Black Mirror, except instead of being like ultra sketchy, have it just be like schlocky sci-fi. You know, I would like a Twilight Zone for uh-huh. Netflix. Or well, no, how about a reality show though? Where like oh, a, about them, where some nerds are sitting in a room being like, "This is what we're gonna do better if you give us the money," and you know, uh, create a game out of it. We get so much points for for budget. Call you it know? the Lastest Jedi. <laughs> the Lastest <laughs> Jedi. But no, I uh, I think that would be really. I think it'd be really interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, did you guys uh, read this um, Ryan Johnson tweet um, for the last uh, the Last Jedi remake? I saw a few of them, but I do not follow him because I don't necessarily care for some of his attitude towards the fans yeah and yeah and this will show you i'm not stuck in my ways man i mean i'm very opinionated but i was really on board with ryan johnson and uh man i don't like how he talks to the fans either like he's a he's above you know the fans and it's like if you don't like his ideas like yeah there's the toxic fans that you know we just need to silence them but people like me who do have problems with ray or with some things that are going on it's like well you're just against the you know um the feminine movement right now you don't want to see strong female characters i'm like that's not the point man and so i think that he speaks to down to all of us yeah even when you have legitimate uh gripes but um so they said that they were going to remake um the last jedi and they came out and they were pretty blunt about it you know they didn't they didn't uh, cuss or kick or scream they were just like here's what we're gonna do uh pretty much the mission statement right Uh, just in tweet form yeah and uh ryan johnson comes back and he says please 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 like man probably seven eight times please actually happen please 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 and i just like that's that's a i don't know i think that comes off a little um it's not very constructive i don't think either It, it seems like he's sort of poking the bee's nest yeah it does doesn't it and when you're in the situation that he's in, where a ton of your fans, or the fans of the franchise that is at this time, what's making you famous and your money, you've got a ton of people that are really not happy with you. I can't imagine that that's a great idea to uh, engage with people that way. Yeah. So, on here, like we like to have fun with each other mm-hmm. and stuff like that and poke fun at each other, but like... I never defend myself because, one, you guys don't need to hear that because you already know the truth. Yeah. And two, even if you didn't believe me, I mean, you're, yeah, even if you were my enemy, it's not like you're going to believe, like, me defending myself anyway. Yeah. So, I think that he really does need to take the high road and just not say anything. Exactly. I think that'd be better. Yeah, you just shouldn't defend yourself. Because he's constantly saying stuff on, on Twitter. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm not the biggest Ryan Johnson fan right now, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of curious where this star, his Star Wars career is going to go. Not, you, he, he could possibly make a, a great trilogy. I'm just ha- unhappy with his Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. When he, uh, you know, when he was sticking up for, um, oh, Kelly Ro- Marie Tran. Ro- thank you, uh, uh, Rose Tycho's actress. Uh, I'm down with that. I'm, when you're telling the toxic fanboys to, hey, don't make people's life hell. Yeah. You know, just because you don't like the role that they played. You know that I I totally understand using your social media for that. Yeah. You know James Gunn's really sure. good about that, but just to basically poke fun at the fan base because they don't like what you've done. Yeah. Nah. Nah. 
Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And I just want to say um, that you guys heard me say this a, a lot, and um, man, probably every 10 episodes, own your bad babies. Yeah. And I honestly think that ultimately we should move forward with Last Jedi, and it probably shouldn't be remade, because um, once you do open that can of worms, once you go down that path, you know, every franchise will start having remakes and reboots from, and it, it could just get a little crazy, you know? So I say we take Last Jedi, we move forward, and we fix our problems. And I honestly think that a lot of my problems, uh, Brian and Seth, I think that they can be fixed through Episode Nine. you know, with my some of my problems with Snoke and Rey. It'll make Eight very meaningless to me if they retro, you yeah. know, uh, fit it. But, but if it's meaningless to you now, what's the harm? It, what's the harm? So yeah. I do think Nine could fix a lot of my problems with Eight. Um, but just be, make that um, yeah. very meaningless. But did you guys see the fan-made poster for the remake? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's. Um, and does he have any connection with any? Or he just made that just because? Yeah. Funny. So he's an artist. I actually reached out to him. I reached out to him late um, today, so he didn't have a, a chance to reply. But his name is Fernando Reza. Um, he actually has a website. Uh, does a lot of poster art and things like that. Trying to get one of these posters for the studio here. Um, but, uh, this poster is crazy. Can you explain some of what you're looking at there, Brian? So, uh, it's got a little bit of everything. Um, <laughs> we, we have a triple death star, uh, that are connected by some kind of tether. Uh, the... Seems legit. It, yeah. <laughs> um, I have, I'm trying to zoom in here to see. It looks like a Gungan. Is there a Gungan? It looks like it might be some kind of cyborg... <laughs> like Cyborg Jar Jar. That's hilarious. With a gun for an arm. I didn't even see that. Uh, speaking of cyborgs, we've got Finn in. <laughs> it looks like a like a like a like a Philby. Like he's in like an old detective <laughs> hat, but half his face is all cyborged out, and he's got like a, a hologram coming out of it. Wow. You got Slave One. You've got oh yeah, Slave, yeah, slave One's up there being the chased by the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah. Well, every fanboy wants that, huh? Yeah, exactly. really, that's got to be everywhere. Uh, we've got uh, Kylo Ren. Kylo up. Ren, that he, he he's super shredder. He looks like the super shredder. <laughs> yeah. Right below him, we've got Snoke standing in front of an overhead projector, like part. at school. So he's just like explaining who it he is. It looks like he. Well, and what it's this got is my origin. And my oh plans. yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, on the oh my god, I didn't notice it until I blew it up. Uh, on the the projection behind it, it says my origins, my plan. <laughs> Uh, and then what I'm, I'm saving. I'm saving okay. Luke for last. Okay. Down at the bottom, we've got BB-8 uh, standing with a, with a club for an arm. Oh no, that's not a club. That's Lucille from Walking Dead, <laughs> the the baseball bat that's with barbed wire, uh, standing next to uh, a very chubby slave Leia. Next to them is uh, Re- uh, I, I yeah, it's got to be Ray. Although it looks like she's missing an arm. She's, uh, and she's cooking porgs? And she's cooking. There's a, a big <laughs> thing and then a, several porgs. And she's in the kitchen. I just love that Ray is in the kitchen. Ray's in the kitchen. She's in the kitchen. And then front and center, right in the middle that dominates the whole poster, is a freakishly ripped... Like, he doesn't have a six-pack. He has an eight-pack, and the top two I, are his pecs. I call him Grindhouse Luke. He's, he's Grindhouse <laughs> Luke is perfect. He's so ripped. Uh, and then in one hand, he's got a lightsaber, and in the other hand, he has Dirty Harry's like forty four revolver. That's awesome. It's ridiculous. And then it says, Star Wars The Last Jedi, 
remake, and then the byline says, a film by a bunch of dudes from the internet. Yeah, so I hope that our versions tonight are a little bit better than this. Um, I actually tried. Did yeah. you guys try? I, I absolutely, I tried too hard. I took an entire day of my regular job and, and, and I <laughs> wrote a Star Wars script, and I kind of went down the Star Wars rabbit hole. That's awesome. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Fernando Reza. Check him out. Check out his work. I think it's, it's pretty funny. Um... Quick thoughts on The Last Jedi, just so people know where you stand. Let's kind of just uh, truncate it, keep it very simple. Seth, Last Jedi. I thought it was all right. I mean, I don't really... Like, so, like, 60% of it I really don't like. And, like, the 40% the that I do like, it it doesn't make up for that 60%. So that's, that's basically where I stand. I mean, it's in the lower half of my Star Wars films. Like, it's pretty close to the bottom. Yeah. My, so, yeah, it just too. doesn't feel like... I respect what he was trying to do. We weren't retreading uh, old ideas, but I thought that it was just too far away from the sor- the, the source material. Yeah, and I'll yeah. never forget that experience, man. Going to the theater and having everyone say that it was amazing, and then I, you know, I'm I'm a Rotten Tomatoes fan, you know, and I see that this high score, and I go to the theater. I'm like, man, we're in for a treat here. Yeah, you know, I think it was high, I think it's the, the highest rated Star Wars movie, and so I was prepared, and I'll never forget where I just looked over at Ryan Smith. He was sitting there, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell I think, and then I walked past. I think Mark Markowitz. And uh, I was like, I didn't give him any spoilers, but I'm like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know what to think right now. But so um, things, you know, I there's things I like. Um, there's things I didn't like. Um, I didn't hate the movie. Um, I think there's definitely, definitely a better Last Jedi movie that could be made. Um, I think there were so many fan expectations and theories that they didn't even try. Um, you know, Snoke is nobody and dead. Ray's parents are nobody. Luke doesn't give a shit and he dies. I mean, honestly... Um, a lot of problems, but they could be fixed, like I said, with Episode Nine. Um, again, make Eight meaningless, but uh, liked it, didn't love it. That's kind of where I stand. So I remember coming out of the theater and liking it in my head. Like, you know, like I was like, wow. And I think it was... Star just, Wars! Yeah, I think I was just on a Star Wars high. And then like a week later, I saw it a second time, and I left and went, you know, I don't know why I was so jazzed about this. And then I just watched it for the third time, like... Two days ago, in preps for for this, I wanted to. I didn't get a chance. And I th- I put my I, I figured out what it is is that it is a movie of of extremes. The good stuff is really kind of good. I like I the, the the stuff that I dig in the movie. I dig it a lot, but you can only dig it a lot once. Mm-hmm. Like I go, okay, cool. The bad stuff is like cancer bad. No, like it, you it, find it, more problems yeah, every, every time I watch it I go oh man see that bugged me last time but now that pisses me off it gets a little worse every time because those bad things just keep reminding me no. about the stuff that could have been did you see that scene where like the, Praetor- the Praetorian guards are fighting and then they have a lightsaber and then all of a sudden they yeah, don't have a lightsaber yeah, where, where the, the effects guy was like let's save Ray's life yeah, yeah and then oh my god I don't know how I'd ever put this together but Mark Markowitz put something on AV today that blew my mind it was that the end of The Last Jedi is shot for shot of Escape from L.A. Really? Where, where he is a projection of himself, yeah. and they're all staring at him. They even come up, and they instead they of the lightsaber, the they poke him with a gun, oh and they're both next to rocks, you know, at the very end. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't see that post. Yeah, you have to watch it. Okay. It is nuts. Okay. It is nuts. It is yeah. yeah. Have you seen the, the, the Snoke's guard uh, gaff? The... the, the Disappearing Dagger. No. Let me find it for you. It's, it is ridiculous, and I cannot believe... What, they do just paint it out in Photoshop or something? Oh, no, no, it's it's better. It is better. 
Yeah. Okay. So while you're looking that up, just uh, yeah. again, you know what's uh, what's done is done, and no amount of petitions or trolling is going to change that. We know that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We fucking know that. And now. the other thing too, that we're just gonna have to be said, We love Star Wars. Love it with a yes. It's my favorite thing, guys. Yes. It's my. I like it more than horror movies. Yeah. That's pretty hardcore for me. You like it more than sex? No, depends on what day it is. <laughs> is it my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> So while he's looking that up, any comments before we start? Rules? How'd you form your script? Anything like that? I just basically watched The Force Awakens and then built a movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That is, I'm sure there'll be a, a motion clip. When someone pointed this out to me, I can't not see it now, um, but it is... It, literally, he has a knife at one moment, and in the same shot, like it doesn't even cut away, the effects... Oh! <laughs> That's weird. Is yeah, where they go? Is that the Victorian guards? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. They had to paint it out because look, it goes right into her back. Yeah, know? no, like he he should have murdered her. Yeah, and the effects dude was like, oh wait, no, that can't happen. Yeah, no. because because his his hand even goes it's, like it's yeah, like, like going into like they filmed it like that. You know, and yeah. the more I watch that, I hate that scene because like no one even uses any force powers there. Like force push someone, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you got tricks in your bag, use them. That's what I say about that. But uh, so, d- how much of the original script of Last Jedi did you keep intact? I basically only kept the, uh, um, I kept the Force connection. Okay, that's so the only thing. Else? I, that was for the most part. It's pretty different. Okay, yeah. There's some stuff like the they end up in similar places as to how it ended, but yeah. Okay, I had one big rule, um, and that is um, if it ain't broke... Don't fix it. Don't fix it. Um, There's a lot of great concept designs, new planet ships, costumes. Um, It would be a waste, I think, to just discard all that. Um, So I'm thinking with the producer hat today, you know, you give me money. I'm going to save you some money, too. Um, (laughs) I'm losing one planet. We'll get into that later. Trimming 30 minutes off of Last Jedi, bringing it in at a solid... I have a feeling it's the same one I could. Last Jedi, and bringing it in at a solid... Two hours. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Um, and saving um, our studio. Justice League. I get it. I, I'm saving our studio two millions, hours, millions of dollars. <laughs> um, and again, you're gonna hear me I like say it. Going. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. Uh, I kept again similar no, to you. I wish that the audience could see our or your papers. You have six pages of script I over here. Went a I'm impressed. Nuts. I went a little nuts. I'm impressed, but that's kind of what you do, though. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This you is, write this is, things. I, I write for a you living. You create, yeah. And uh, I, like I said, I fell down the, the Star Wars rabbit hole. There were moments while I was writing where I'm writing character treatment, and then like I paused once and was like, I'm like... 3,000 words in on something that doesn't exist and is never going to. What the hell is wrong with me? And then I just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> this is how much we love Star Wars. You yeah. know, it's easy to get caught into, caught into the thing. Yeah. Uh, but similar to you, I cut a planet out. Okay. But I wanted to keep the set pieces. I wanted to keep nice. uh, the, you know, the a lot of the imagery, definitely the places, the other places. Um, but as far as costumes... Uh, like for instance, I'm not going to say it, but like the Praetorian guards have top hats. They, all of them and monocles. <laughs> uh, no, but I can't they, believe you guys are on the same page. They, <laughs> someone stole my nose. Uh, but the uh, I like the idea of the cool dudes in armor with different weapons, and I firmly believe that those guys were probably supposed to be the Knights of Ren. They were. He came out and said it. He was like, he didn't oh, have really? enough time. To, he didn't have enough time. And I'm like, well, thank God that you didn't. Yeah, see, I, yeah. Would, I still want to see those cats on screen, yeah. just not necessarily in that particular scene. Yeah. 
and obviously without no, with with being described as being the Knights of Ren and not. Are they Praetorian guards? Are they Snoke guards? Are yeah. they Snokian guards? What what are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tonight we're all our own producers working for Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you guys mind if I start first? Because mine's not going to be as long as yours, Brian. I don't think. Here's what <laughs> yeah, I want to do, I think though. we should probably go Brad, Seth, Brian. <laughs> Here's what I want to do. I want us to be honest with each other. Yeah. Right? It doesn't have to change our own script, yeah. okay? We're not going to um, But punches. we'll have a conversation about it. Yeah. We'll try to keep it tight. You know, like, um, I actually wrote mine and then rewrote it for a podcast. So okay. it's not as extreme. So maybe... Eight minutes, ten minutes, I can get through mine, kick it over, and I think we could probably wrap this up within 35, 40 minutes and hear some really good Star Wars stories. What do you guys think? I think think it'll be cool, and I I think that this this podcast, uh, I think it'd be neat if we maybe added like a, a poll or something to the Facebook page, one of those... Or just get people who has to, the best movie? No, no, just to you know, w- you know, throw out your what was your favorite part of our of our stuff? You know, what what would you like to have seen? Okay. And, you know, get some conversation going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, why I get my script? Will you read the Last Jedi um, crawl for me? Yes, War. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode eight, the Last Jedi. The First Order reigns. Having decimated the peaceful Republic, Supreme Leader Snoke now deploys his merciless legions to seize military control of the galaxy. Only General Leia Organa's band of resistance fighters stand against the rising tyranny, certain that Jedi Master Luke Skywalker will return and restore a spark of hope to the fight. But the resistance has been exposed. As the First Order speeds towards the rebel base, the brave heroes mount a desperate escape. All right, so that is the uh, Last Jedi crawl. Okay. All right, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Okay, I don't think it's as fun or poppy as maybe some of the other ones, like Empire Strikes Back, but I think that's enough there to get my movie going for an adventure. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm keeping that. And then, um, guys, this is my what I call my, uh, my, my rough draft. I wrote this in two hours. It's called my bathroom draft. Okay, <laughs> I wrote this mostly in the bathroom at home. At home. All right. Let's do this. (laughs) All right, guys. So um, I think one of the biggest problems with The Last Jedi is picking up right away. I think it doesn't give our characters enough time to grow or anything. So right away, um, I'm putting it one year later. Okay? So I'm moving forward one year instead of the next day. Um, So I'm going to start off here. General Leia. um, Actually, if you can remember Last Jedi or if if you've seen the movie recently, you're going to be able to keep up with me very easily. Okay, I'm going scene for scene and then adding things that I wanted to see changed. Okay, Um, and highlighting some different characters. So General Leia leads resistance forces to flee when a First Order fleet arrives. All right, Poe Dameron leads uh, leads a counterattack that destroys a First Order dreadnought. But after the resistance escapes to hyperspace, the First Order tracks them and attacks the resistance convoy. Kylo Ren, Leia's son, hesitates to fire on the lead resistance ship after sensing his mother's presence. But as TIE Fighter Wingmen destroy the bridge, killing most of their leadership and General Leia. Okay? That's where I'm going there. Um, I think that uh, Leia should have died. You know, um, especially with the circumstances, um, the unfortunate circumstances that happened. Yeah. I think that is a great moment for her to to, um, to end her screen time. And I think that it packs a punch. I think there's um, some great um, character development for Kylo and for um, Princess Leia there. Um, you actually see the, uh, the human side to... Um, to Kylo Ren, I think. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, cut me off whenever you guys no, want to. No, I, I have a question yeah. for you. Would you have any backlash from Kylo Ren to that TIE fighter pilot? 
I was thinking about this. This is my rough draft. Um, I think he's kind of confused in the moment because like, you know well, how I'm talking about like back in the bay, like with yeah, like, with probably. the fighters land. Is you he know, like boom, smacking him across the face? Yeah, or probably. Yeah. Or he, um, I don't know how it would go down, but maybe even possibly haven't really thought it through. But maybe yeah. even take out those two tie fighters, then go back. Gotcha. You know, um, so that's how I would uh, wrap up all of Leia. Pretty cool if he forced him into a shield. And then like, and then the, their tie fighter shred on a on a, on cool. a big ship. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Leia's out of the picture, mm-hmm. and it gives a little bit of a humanity to Kylo Ren, I think. Um, so disapproving of the new leader, Vice Admiral Holdo. Um, I'm making her limited screen time, getting rid of that fucking purple hair. Okay. <laughs> and I'm making her a Twi'lek. Okay. Oh, sweet. Because I want an alien in my movie, right? Um, Poe helps Finn and BB-8 infiltrate Snoke's ship. As stormtroopers and disa- and try to disable the First Order's tracking device. Okay, so instead of Canto Bite, fucking completely removing Canto Bite, and instead of trying to go uh, get the code with the code breaker, get rid of the code breaker, get rid of all that shit. Um, instead of going to that planet, we're going straight to Snoke's ship and trying to disable um, the tracker there. All right, and then. Um, we're still going to keep Holdo as a Twi'lek with the limited screen time doing the crash and burn scene at the end, okay? But just in limited screen time like you would have um, with, with any other minor character that makes a major sacrifice, okay? So limited screen time for her. And then, um, so ca- cutting out all the Canto Bite shit, um, saving millions of dollars right there. Meanwhile, Ray is training in Octo. Okay, so right away we're getting rid of that over-the-shoulder lightsaber for comedic, you know, value. We're getting rid of that. They've been training, and um, you know, like I think she's too powerful. She needs to have some boundaries. So right here we have a whole year of training, and I want to do something fresh and exciting with my movie, and uh, I want to take some little bit of chances like last year I did, but one for the fanboys. Um, they've been training for a year, okay? I don't like that she's this Mary Sue kind of character who's like this perfect fictional character. So I'm going to have her struggle. I'm going to have her learning all kinds of stuff. Anything that we've always wanted to see is going to happen on Act 2, okay? Um, Creating lightsabers, um, going through, um, you know, unknown region maps maybe, going, talking about the uh, crystals, um, training, different stances, everything that Luke has ever learned and uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen um, 30, 36 Chamber of Shaolin. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. That's my kind of, uh, I'm paying homage to 36 Chamber of Shaolin. Um, a good half of that movie is training. And if you just read that or if I just say that to you, you're probably like, I don't know. But it's amazing. But you watch it and it's fucking amazing. I want to spend some time with Ray and uh, just Luke just pouring everything that he knows into her, so I'm using 36 Chamber of Shaolin as my mold there. And then um, she is unable to recruit Luke Skywalker. Um, He is delusioned by his failure to train Kylo as a Jedi, Um, and then Luke refuses to help, even after the death of his friend Han Solo at Kylo's hands, and he believes that the Jedi should become extinct for a very good reason. Uh, Luke warns Rey of Snoke. That he's an ancient force user from the Old Republic, thousands of years old. He needs force energy to maintain and regain strength. Snoke lives off Kylo's raw power. And that if he, Luke, helps, he'd be a liability. Luke has placed himself under self-imposed exile from the, from the force so Snoke can't find him and become even more powerful. So Snoke is kind of modeled after Darth Nihilus. Um, where he could be considered a force vampire as he needs force energy to maintain and regain strength. It's my movie. Is that- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, kind yeah. of pulling from the extended universe back, yeah. but I'm mm-hmm. also keeping the Luke Skywalker Kylo stuff that keeps him flawed. All right. 
Um, and then after that, we go to um, Luke doesn't know Ray and Kylo are communicating through the Force. I'm going to keep the, the Force flirting, as what I call it, okay? Um, as Ray and Kylo learn about each other, each has future visions of themselves as partners. Kylo tells Ray that Snoke knows who her parents are, okay? And uh, so then right there, you have an R2-D2 um, heart-to-heart moment with Luke, some member berries, um, and then maybe him picking up the dice because it's been a year, you yeah. know, where he's kind of maybe lamenting a little bit about Han Solo at some point, okay? Uh, but I wanted to keep that R2-D2 scene. I think that's a, a big part of Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And then after Kylo tells Rey what happened between him and Luke that caused him to choose the dark side of the Force, Luke confesses that he momentarily contemplated killing Kylo upon sensing that Supreme Leader Snoke was um, corrupting him. Causing Kylo to destroy Luke's new Jedi Order in retaliation. Convinced that Kylo can be redeemed and to find out her true identity, Rey leaves Act 2 without Luke. Luke warns her that she's not ready for the answer to her lineage and Snoke will become more powerful if she fails. Luke prepares to burn down the Act 2 Jedi Temple and Library but hesitates. Yoda Ghost appears and destroys the Temple by summoning a bolt of lightning, claiming Rey has all she needs to learn and encourages Luke to learn from his failure. Okay, so not changing too much there. Twi'lek Holdo reveals her plan to discreetly evacuate the remaining Resistance members using the small transports because they haven't tracked down the tracking device on Snoke's ship yet. Okay. And I wanted to put Foe and uh, Finn and Poe back together because that was such a fun duo in Last Jedi, mm-hmm. okay? Um, so I have them running around again. If you didn't notice, I got rid of Rose. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's Finn and Poe together again. Storm pilot. Storm pilot, exactly. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, <laughs> after their best attempt to de- deactivate the tracking device, Poe, Finn, and BB-8 are captured by Captain Phasma. Ray lands on the ship, and Kylo brings her to Snoke, who claims that he facilitated the mental connection between her and Kylo as part of a plan to destroy Luke Skywalker, Okay. Um, Snoke tells Rey that that she is very powerful and that her parents are nobody. She was created by the Force to bring balance and that the Resistance will manipulate her for their righteous cause. He wants Kylo and Rey to bring balance as Emperor and Empress of the Galaxy. Um, So you know how I'm big own your bad babies? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm doing here. Um, We didn't, uh, I think that when you look back at Phantom Menace, they didn't uh, didn't explain midi-chlorians for shit. So I want to use Rey, um, that she is a nobody, but created um, through the Force, and that's why she is so powerful. Okay, that's where I'm going there. And he also wants to feed off their combined power, since he's that Force kind of vampire ancient one. Uh, Kylo tells her she's nothing, just like his grandfather was nothing. He invites her to rule the galaxy with him by his side. Together, they will bring peace to the galaxy. All right. Poe and Finn and BB-8 have an epic showdown with Phasma. Go ahead. What happens to Snoke, though? Are you not there yet? Not there yet. Okay. All right. So well, Poe, right. Finn, and BB-8. Uh, have an epic showdown. So I want the epic showdown with Phasma, all right, um, and her guards. But they are no match, and Phasma gets the upper hand. I want to give Phasma her moment. Um, uh, with the tracking device still activated, Holdo allows the evacuation to begin. Holdo remains on the ship to mislead Snoke's fleet as the others flee to an abandoned rebel base on Crate. Um, Holdo sacrifices herself by ramming Snoke's fleet at light speed. I'm keeping that, all right? Meanwhile, just moments previously... Poe and Finn are about to be executed when all of a sudden the ship is split in two and fire and debris are everywhere. Poe and Finn look for an exit. Okay, this is their way to get out. Ray wakes up with Snoke's ship in flames. Okay, so she never got to answer his question. Uh, She is disoriented and here come Poe and Finn and uh, they are carrying her to a confiscated smuggler's ship. Okay, and they're all kind of disoriented just from getting shell-shocked, okay, from this whole experience. 
And then all three escape, leaving Snoke and Kylo behind. Rey is confused, torn between the light and the dark. Together, they all join the survivors on crate. Okay, um, and then you you find out on their way to crate that the smuggler ship is Lando's. Lady Luck. Lando's just remember Barry kind of put in there, right? Yeah. So when the first order arrives, Poe, Finn, and Ray attack with old speeders, and uh, Chewbacca. Uh, drives the TIE Fighters away with the Millennium Falcon, okay? Ray stops Finn from completing a suicide run against the enemy siege cannon. Ray, not Rose, right? And then, uh, which um, penetrates the Resistance Fortresses. Uh, Ray kisses Finn and tells him, after she pushes him out of the way and saves him, that she needs him more than ever. So please stick around, you know? And then, um, I think that romantic combo, I want that so bad, to stay intact between Ray and... And Finn, and I think Force Awakens set that up. Yeah, that, what that was the romantic duo moving forward. And so Rose, Poe, I'm not interested in that. I want to keep um, Ray and Finn. Luke appears and confronts the First Order to enable um, serving Resistance members to escape. Okay, um, Kylo orders the First Order forces to fire on Luke to no effect, and then he engages Luke in a lightsaber duel. Upon striking Luke, Kylo realizes he has been fighting a force projection on him. Ray uses the force to help the Resistance escape on the Falcon. Uh, Poe and Finn tell the remaining Resistance members that they couldn't deactivate the tracking device, but they did manage to download coordinates to Snoke's castle on Mustafar. All right. Luke communicates with Ray through the force, because he's still a projection on Octu. She's on Crate. Um, he communicates with Ray through the force. He tells her that he won't uh, make the same mistake again. It's time for the Jedi to end. All right? So you don't know where that's going to go. Ray looks into space, uncertain of her future, okay? She's this lost soul without a home. And then Luke, exhausted, stares at the two moons moons over Octu, reminding him of the sunset in Tatooine. What does the future hold? Hard telling for our characters. Wait for episode nine, end credits. And then I get the first ever end credit scene. Snoke, by himself with no Kylo, Okay. Landing on Mustafar, the doors to a shuttle open, and you see knights dressed in black waiting to greet him on Mustafar, okay? And what I love about this, Rey, good or bad, you know? She's a lost soul without a home, you know? she Her parents are nobody. She's She has to come to terms with her being a, a, a child of the Force, you know? Um, Rey and Finn or Rey and Kylo. Where's Kylo, you know? Because after that explosion, you know, it's kind of like the... Uh, uh, is he dead? Is he alive? Are the Resistance going to be able to pick him up and bring him back? Um, you know, is, is Luke gray or light at this point? Is it time for the Jedi to end? Maybe he's light and just no more Jedi need to be around. You know, maybe he is the last Jedi. Um, you know, it, it connects us to the Old Republic with um, with Snoke being a uh, an ancient Force user. Mm-hmm. Okay? Spinoffs. A new sequel trilogy. You know, that connects us to Darth Bane. All kinds of stuff. Um, you know, it's set up for Lando to come in in nine. Um, Poe is the new leader of the resistance and, uh, we get a little bit of Mustafar prequel connection. So that right there is my episode eight. Better or worse? I think it's definitely better. Um, I, it, thank you. Thank you. I would I, I would have loved the shit out of that movie. Yeah, like, I, 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 I would have been, been fine with that. I, yeah. I, I would, um, and there's a battle with Snoke with the Knights of Ren coming. Yeah. You know, so there's all yeah. kinds of shit. Yeah. That I would uh, again, it feels way more like a second movie than a. Book. It, it does, it, doesn't exactly. It? That's yeah. the, that's what I was gonna say. It was like the one thing that that Last Jedi did not feel like was a middle movie in a trilogy. 
And yours does. All right. So who goes next? I can go. You took a lot of mine, though. <laughs> did I really? Yeah. yeah we've been talking Star Wars for a couple yeah, years now. Yeah, I was so. going to say, it makes sense. You and I agree a lot. So, I mean, a lot of, I, um, I'm just going to talk about themes, basically, okay. yeah, because, I mean, like, I'm gonna, I would have kept a similar outline as well, but again, I can't wait to see where you guys go with these certain characters, Snoke, Ray, mm-hmm. things like that. So, my whole thing is, uh, I'm going with that he is a echo or a rift in the Force, he's an ancient evil, this is Snoke that I'm talking about, he's essentially a Force vampire that is, that he needs either Ray or, uh, <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's like, uh, like, you guys really yeah, close. Uh, that he, he needs either Ray or Ben Solo. Okay. And that's the whole thing, and he, uh, because he's coming to the end of his life he needs to absorb and so he's trying to make kylo ren as, as strong as he can he wants ray to become as strong as she can so he can live another couple thousand years um that and um I, I kept the force link he wanted the force link because he needs them together yeah that's the whole thing that yeah, i get like, that too yep yep he needs to have them together um my whole thing is i wanted to that Luke has kind of discovered this whole thing about the Chosen One. That the Chosen One is kind of like Avatar the Last Airbender. That when the when the galaxy needs it, the Force creates another uh, Did you go that user. route too? Yes, I did. Oh! And so, that's what you I'm and saying. I didn't even talk about I, we this. We didn't know. We so, didn't. so she's created by no... She's, she's yeah, she's the Force. Force. She's like it's Anakin. fucking amazing. I know, yeah. She I is, love your movie. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I like your movie a lot too. So, um... But I'm no joke. You can read this, and I wow. and my wife can vouch because I was right. I was writing That's and talking to nuts, her about it, man. And um, so uh, basically, that um, hold on, let me make sure that I don't miss anything. The last chosen one died with Darth Vader. We the galaxy didn't need one. Okay, now that there's turmoil, that the there's an imbalance in the Force, she is created. Okay, the whole thing though too is. That they they her and Kylo Ren also I want to talk about the um, the duality between the two of them that they're the two sides of Darth Vader she mm-hmm. has Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber Luke has the last piece of Kylo Ren's kyber crystal that's another reason why Luke is hunting him so he can complete his transformation into Darth oh, Vader nice. that's why Luke, that's why Kylo Ren's lightsaber crackles. Luke has the last piece of it. Mm, so yep, so he wants it. That's one that's kind of a selfish reason why he wants to find Luke. So do you still keep it. the Luke and Kylo conflict that Last Jedi originally had where he was going to try to murder him in his sleep? Um, you know, I hadn't thought that much about it. He still just wants to locate him and okay. that like, you know, he's doing it for Snoke, but at the same time he also wants to be Darth Vader. And so that's the uh, that's the other thing. So you've got like look Kylo represents the Darth Vader side of Anakin's of of the chosen one, and then Ray represents the Anakin Skywalker side of the of the character. Um, Luke is brought out of hiding. Like, yeah, he's a bum, kind of at the beginning, but she she convinces. Like, basically, it's kind of like Empire Strikes Back, where when she leaves Octu, it's like Luke's just standing there looking up, and it's like, okay, is he is he gonna show up? Is he not gonna show up? Is he gonna show up? Is he not gonna show up? Um, and then eventually, I had them uh, all. Um, Luke and Kylo, uh, so, Ray goes after Kylo Ren, Snoke's convinced her that, oh, you need to come and everything. So Snoke's still alive at yeah, this point, yeah, too? Yeah, 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 so, it's all, hey, you need to come here, you need to save, save your little buddy. She comes, that, uh, she's, they're able to, or she's able to defeat the guards, or whatever, and the next thing, you know, like, she then realizes she's way in over her head with Snoke and Kylo Ren. Then Luke shows up, and then so you get your epic throwdown between Luke and Snoke. 
Um, but something crazy happens, like the Holdo thing, where they're separated, and you're kind of left with the whole uh, because both Luke and Kyle and uh, and Snoke are preaching at them, like, "Hey, this is what you need to be. Hey, you need to be good. Hey, you need to be bad. You need to be a, a Knight of Ren. You need to be the Sword of the Jedi." You um, and then the kids kind of are just like, "No, let's just." forget this and they that's kind of my cliffhanger is that luke and ray or uh, luke and uh or sorry ray and kylo end up leaving snoke and luke and we don't know what ends up happening with them is that like did they die did they not they're just kind of off doing their own thing what the resistance and the first order are doing because i definitely focused way more on the uh, on the the force using an aspect because i thought that that was the best part and i think that's the story that everybody really wants to hear um the resistance has caught wind that there is a super weapon-esque thing that's being built in a shipyard that it's going to be is something called a sun crusher basically it's uh technology used from the uh from the star killer base basically it just kills the sun And then it lets, instead of blowing up the planets, it lets the planets freeze. And so that's what Leia and Poe and Finn and everybody are all kind of dealing with, too. And uh, I I thought it was important. I didn't want Finn and Rey to ever see each other. That, like, but the the bond between them is still, like, they've, like, Finn's asking about her and everything, and Rey is thinking about him, but they never actually get a chance to see each other. So you're going to keep them together? Yes, but the whole thing, though, too, is it's kind of like Kylo Ren might be that jock. Yeah. That, like, (laughs) might be, yeah, he might be good for her, though, too. That's the whole thing. So I wanted that kind of up in the air as well. And that's, um... Will you keep, are you getting rid of Rose? Yeah, she's not in here. Okay, what about Holdo? Not in there. Okay. I mean, I don't think that the characters were really that neat. Yeah. Needed. Canto yeah. bite gone. No, no. Again, they're dealing with uh, Hux and the the whole building of this super re- weapon because the first order they're licking their wounds and it's like, hey, um, Snoke ship. Uh, they're they're gonna put a sun crusher essentially on Snoke ship, and that's the that's kind of it. And I know that I kind of went here, there, and everywhere with this, and it wasn't nearly as good as yours, but I was... No, I, I like that. I was still kind of sad that, like, ours were very close to the yeah, lot I, of it. I would have to say, my only comment on that yeah. is, um, and it's not your idea, necessarily. It's yeah. Actually, it's just the... A doomsday weapon. Yeah. We've seen so many uh, fucking I know. doomsday weapons. I know. You know, with um, Death Star 1, Death Star 2... Mm-hmm. Um, Star Killer Base. Star Killer Base. Yeah, no, the, I know, but I feel like sun- it's in the theme of Star yeah, Wars. And, and yours actually pulled from... From the novels, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Thrawn's ship. I think yeah. he has. Doesn't he control the Sun Crusher? Or is uh, he not? I called mine the Gorgon no, because no, his, isn't that the one that Kit Duran? Maybe I don't remember. I but I, so. So I was going to say that uh, my my Doomsday weapons called the or the, the Star Destroyer they're atta- like planning to put this thing on is called the Gorgon since uh, uh, Thrawn's. Star Destroyer is called the Chimera. Because yeah. I understand so, yeah. your reasoning for giving a major threat. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. it, it just, unfortunately, we've had like three or four major threats. No, it's fine. But I needed something for the Resistance to do. Yeah, That's, exactly. that's not running around on a uh, a planet or just running away from the... Uh, I want them to go on the offense, yeah. personally, because I don't want them... I mean, it's a story that we've never really heard in Star Wars. Broom Kid? He's gone. Did you even... <laughs> I liked how yours ended with no. not Broom Kid. I know. Not, <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> Broom Kid. Yeah. So, yeah. But, no uh, brooms. Yeah. No, no brooms, brooms in my script at all. Yeah. yeah. So, but the big thing is that uh, you've got 
Ray and Kylo, they're both kind of the chosen one. They're the duality yeah, like between, that. yeah. And then Snoke's a Force vampire, and then and the, everyone's alive going into Episode yeah, Nine, and, and you have a confrontation in this building. Mm-hmm. And then the the fact that the chosen one is something it, it's a lineage yeah. that when when the world when the galaxy needs a chosen one the force creates it. and poe is uh yeah i love that um yeah. poe is and leader of the resistance now yeah well I mean, and, and you didn't say did Le- is leia dead yeah she would still be alive i would okay, think you that, keeping her alive yeah i would think that we'd have her die uh between movies that's how okay. i would have done it i mean in a perfect world like you know i have all the money in the world i would might even cgi her would you the next well, okay yeah. so that's because i think that i would want she's dead ha- halfway through your script yeah what are you doing? I'd probably kill her and keep her dead. Right so, there and there. Yeah, she would die like in the final confrontation with the super weapon and stuff like that. Because I also, if I could fit in there, I want Kylo Ren to dogfight with Poe Dameron. Yeah. You know, if what, I could fit it in you there. You know, the other the scene I was thinking about too was uh, having her float out in space and then, you know, kind of uh, Kylo um, pulling over to the curb, if you would, the galaxy curb, and pushing her in the uh, in the ship that with could some be kind of cool. force that push. Cool. And yeah. then you, she could still stay in a coma, and then she just didn't make it through that yeah. coma on yeah. episode nine. I mm-hmm. think that would have been great, too. So. Yeah, but no, I would want something. I want to be building to this whole, can she bring him back That uh, or uh, for, for the third one? But, but yeah, that's what ultimately what I would have wanted, but can't really use her. So, yeah. All right, so how much, Brian... Did you keep of the original um, sculpt here, the Last Jedi sculpt? Uh, imagery only. Imagery. Oh yeah, uh, you said storyline is very different. Okay, um, so you're going balls out here. I went, He's got like six pages of movie. I went nuts. <laughs> so do you have an opening crawl then? I, I do. Ask you, did, is your opening crawl pretty similar? You wrote a whole new opening crawl. I did. <laughs> did you I have one? I didn't. Uh, I would have changed mine a little bit because I want some time to pass between our movies too. Yeah. Because again, I want like this whole Luke. Like discovering things, mm-hmm. like that's yeah. what he's been doing. Is that he's been discovering about the chosen one okay. and the history of everything. Well, I guess I did update mine a little bit, Brian, that you read because at the beginning it says shortly after yeah. the destruction of Star Killer Base, opening crawl happened. Yeah, I removed that so it doesn't give a timestamp on mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. and I could move a year of training. So, all right, give us your opening crawl. Where are we going, man? All right. Uh, so, episode eight, the Last Jedi. Uh, I kept the name because we're doing the whole last Jedi spiel. The galaxy is wrought with strife and chaos. The loss of the Starkiller base was a blow to the First Order, causing it to redouble all efforts to bring the Resistance to its knees. Monstrous mobile space fortresses. The Dreadnoughts. I even did the, like, capital letters. Which is Snoke's ship. Yeah. For any listeners. Yeah. Uh, uh, Monstrous mobile space fortresses, fortresses. The Dreadnoughts scour the space lanes for hidden Resistance cells and bases, wiping them out wherever they're located. Commanding one of these titanic war vessels, the notorious General Hux and the malevolent Kylo Ren have finally tracked down the whereabouts of Luke Skywalker, following the travels of Resistance heroes Rey and Chewbacca to the Jedi Master's distant refuge. With hopes of saving her brother and friends, General Leia Organa has dispatched a wing of pilots led by Commander Poe Dameron to Octo while her own fleet holds the Dreadnought at bay. Dot, dot, dot. So this is well done. <laughs> I think that feels like an opening crawl. So basically, it would open up with uh, the one of these dreadnoughts because I also didn't want it to be singular and not Snoke's ship. Okay. That without it being a super weapon, you know, it's not a Death Star. There's multiple of these, and they're they kind of like can be killed in theory. Kind of like the Imperial Fleet and Empire. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the, it, yeah. instead you've got this just these gigantic 
you know this, these massive uh, massive ships. Yeah, this mobile, well, this navy. That's right. And around. the so it could the movie would start off basically probably Hux on the bridge uh, with you know d- discussing that you know that whole uh, you know Octo is is not far away. You know it's it, it won't be long now. You know that that sort of thing. Give Hux some gravitas. Give him yeah. make him into. Someone who should be. Feared. If I can say real quick, that's something I left out of mind too. And I honestly, man, yeah, Hux at this point, I don't even know what you do with him. But it's yeah, scary. he needs to have. He's some, a weasel. Yeah, but he's. I think he's too Weasley, weasley. in the last. Jedi. No, that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. they, they wrote him in at this point because in in Force it, Awakens, Weasley. He's, a, he's a Weasley. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, uh, in in Force Awakens, he was still kind of a bootlick when it came to Snoke, but uh-huh. he was still he had that that sort of. You know when he was up delivering the speech, you know veins in his forehead, and you know he he had like power behind it. And in Last Jedi, he was a joke. Yeah. Every time he's on screen, and there's that one guy at the beginning of Last Jedi um, who was had some gravitas to him, and he was just like I don't even know what he was. He was just on deck, older guy, older oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Huck should be falling into that role. Yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. Yeah. So yeah. So, so you're uh, gonna give some give him some. Gravitas. He's gonna have some gravitas. You know, make the mention that you know we're 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 less than a day away. You know, something something along those lines. At which point that you'd have uh, Holdo and Akbar, the the Resistance fleet, do the the thing that we've never seen them do, and that's hyperspace in and actually ambush the bad guys. Mm-hmm. You know, never never you know attack a base, like just actually you know start a legitimate like prequel style space battle. You know, not like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, like not lines of of bombers that slowly drift across a thing. No weird jokes. Like actual, just they they pop out and the shit starts to fly. They start acting like a rebellion. Yes, like yeah. they actually start causing causing a ruckus. Uh, as sh- immediately, we know from the crawl that Leia has dispatched Poe and uh, some and some fighters to go to to get to Octo ahead of time. Maybe during, maybe on the bridge, you know, he he uh, said you know you know says that they need to you know stop them. You know we're 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 almost almost in position or something. You know something equally evilly, and that's when we get uh, the a proper space battle uh, between the two big resistance capital ships and one of these dreadnoughts um, that. We'll be flashing back to obviously between you know when we come back to other scenes because you don't want it to be just one minute long or anything okay, like gotcha. that. Um, so maybe kind of like uh, the end of Phantom Menace where we got like uh, a fight going on. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my space battle on the ground. My treatment is way. There's a lot of going back and forth. Okay. Uh, because the scenes again through the force, a lot of the scenes interact. Okay. Uh, because of feelings, feelings. Um. So you get uh, you, you get Poe and his uh, his flight crew. You know they're they're off headed towards they're off headed towards Octo. Um, at which point uh, Kylo and the Knights of Ren, who are in there, all the little Tie silencers. You know because I like the idea of the silencer not being a one of a kind ship or one of a kind ship that it's their ships mm-hmm. that's like only for his guys. Mm-hmm. They. Are in the fight with uh, with the the resistance fighters, and you get to see them be badass. See, I like I like that you keep you you bring in the Knights of Ren early. I brought them in at the end of the game to give some flair to nine. Yeah, you know, but I do like if you're gonna bring them in, bring them in at the beginning. Well, and I would like them to obviously be 
you know, if he is black one, then they are black two, three, four, five, and six. Like, like the Nazgul. Uh, yes, like the they are obviously on his wing, and they're kicking a shitload of ass, and then that's when Poe and everybody zooms away, and I would like to see Kylo make the call and basically, like, follow them. And they go... And Hux, you know, being like, no, no, what, what are you, <laughs> you're my fighter support, what are you doing? You know, uh, some, we've already seen the, that Hux and Kylo do not necessarily see eye to eye on everything. And I'd like to reinforce that. And so you lost all the comedy at the beginning of Last Jedi too. the knock-knock joke? Yeah, well, fuck the knock-knock joke. Okay, yeah, so, we're, so we're going fun. past the knock-knock yes. joke, your, your mom. I, I wanted home. to go, I, it, it starts slapping you in the face with, uh, uh, with, with action from the get-go. Um, so Kylo and the Knights zoom off. <laughs> And Hux sends, like, like one of those, you know, the, the, their whole wing goes. So you'll see a couple of little basic uh, other TIE fighters that go with. So it's not just, here's a, the character V. That way, you'll see when we get to the Octo space battle part, like, there will be... Oh, they've got Octo uh, space there, there battle? Will be some, there will be some fighters mm, in the I sky. I like that. That's pretty cool. So, but that's, that's they're, they're in transit. Okay. They're gone. Um, and then we can cut to, uh, we can cut to Octo. And basically, I like your training idea, where we get to see... Um, 36 Chamber of uh, Ray? 36, well, at least like 12 Chambers of Ray. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I think that was uh, only 12 Chambers and 36 <laughs> Chambers of Ray, so... I'd like to see um, whether, you know, definitely time has moved forward. It is not the what day you, after. Hey, what are you doing? Are you doing six months, I, a year, uh, two years? I would, I would say at least a year, maybe longer. Okay. But not... Terribly much, yeah. you know. Yeah. Not, I think not, a year is not a good, so long that you, that you'd be like, "Well, man, she's still training," you know that yeah. that sort of thing. Because I also don't want it to be Doctor Strange ask where he seems it, like he's there for for two forever. The fucking yeah, you know, Sorcerer Supreme. So there needs to be some training montagey type things. Whether it's maybe uh, we get to see it as 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 time progresses, or as part of them telling a story. Because uh-huh. uh, I, I I picture Ray and Luke. Sitting around, maybe drinking weird grain sea cow milk. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, uh, but them basically, you know, Luke sort of, you know, her giving him shit for not teaching him, not teaching her everything. Why won't you, you know, uh, the the force is strong with me. They keep telling me this. So you're holding out on me. Yeah. What? What? Why won't you teach me everything? And then maybe have it see some of the 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 training parts where it starts with stances, and then it moves to him, the, the two of them fighting with sticks, yeah, and then. The next training thing is them actually fighting with their lightsabers. You know, they're actually doing legitimate training, not beating up a rock. Kind of like some rebels stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, but the the overall part of that, the the reasoning basically is that Luke tells her straight away that you know there's something about you that you you can't uncork. You know, I. I I had to pull myself out of the force because of what happened to my school. And that's her lineage, then. It we well. One of those. He's not telling her what's up. He's just saying, "You, you can't. I can't teach you everything because it will end poorly." Okay, and then so that's where I went with that lineage, be, mm-hmm. or with my lineage there, because I didn't. It wasn't Luke's place to tell her at that time. She needed to learn. I, so put emphasis on that for me. I'm making it more along the lines of Luke has seen someone this powerful before. Whether he's referring to his dad, whether he's referring to the Emperor, whether Kylo. he's referring to Kylo. He's, he's not specific about it, but he's basically saying, with your amount of strength that I can sense in you, this will end badly. Mm-hmm. And then she, one of the things that she says in response is, 
Well, you know, uh, you know, on on the Star Killer, I could have killed Kylo Ren. You know, he 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 got the best of you. I could have killed Kylo Ren, but I didn't. And Luke says, "Why didn't you?" And she goes, "Oh, I I don't know." And he's like, "That's what scares me more mm-hmm. that you don't know why you didn't," which is the illusion later on that you know maybe it's kind of part of her that she needed to be you know that that dark side feeding kind of thing. Uh, so there's training going on. Luke and Ray are training, but he's not teaching her everything because he doesn't want to open himself up to the Force. We get the story about when Snoke came to when when Snoke came to the academy, not as a student, but actually came to the academy and ruined everything and stole my students. So all three of us have background stories of Snoke happening on Octave. Absolutely, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, and I want the flashback. I want a flashback of a uninjured, less withered-looking Snoke okay. fighting Luke at the academy. So do we learn what who Snoke is yet or no? We all we know is that he's obviously a badass with a red lightsaber and Does he need a lightsaber? Uh in this instance I would give him okay. one. All right. Um but Luke basically like that all that all those scars that we see on him in the projection now, mm-hmm. those are when Luke cut beat the shit out of him while the temple's falling around him and like Snoke's cronies are taking students away, including Kylo. Okay. Well, Ben at the time. Okay. Um, so that's what happened to the Academy. It isn't... When Luke says that he failed them, it isn't that Kylo turned at, at that time. It's that he was not strong enough. He couldn't do it. He couldn't protect the kids. And that's one of the reasons why he shut himself off from the Force, because he doesn't want it to happen again. I don't want anyone to come find me. I don't want to train anybody, because it's just going to end badly. It always does. You know, look what happened to me after Yoda. Okay. Uh, hey, real quick, since you were said you were talking about the training montage yes. there, uh, real quick, sprinkle into mine real quick. Um, I wanted um, a dark side training moment. Not dark side, but you know when uh, Luke goes into a test. The, to a test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want her to go against, because I want dark side Luke, but I don't want Luke to turn dark side. Yeah. So the best way for that is for her to fight a dark side Luke. Yeah, you know, like he had to face Vader. That's where we get the Joker, crazy Luke Skywalker. So just a just a little Easter. I have a Joker, crazy Luke Skywalker. That's all I (laughs) do. Do you really? I do. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, continue. Um, All right. So uh, the way I wrote this out is it's less linear and more. I took kind of character chunks. Okay. Um, but I can kind of in my brain I can kind of fit it together. So, um, the Octo training and stuff, and then that part of the training scene will more or less end when like. R2 and Chewie, you know, come like kind of barging in and being like, and, you know, as you do with Chewie, you know, someone responds and says, what do you mean they're here? And then they come out of the little temple thing and you can start, and you can start seeing, uh, uh, you know, there's a space fight going on when Chewie sees Kylo's style of ship, he freaks the fuck out. And like busts ass into the into the Millennium Falcon, like to the point where it's like shoves people out of the way, and Ray's like, "You can't do this alone." He's like, and then you know takes off with the Falcon by himself to go up there and deal with bad guys. Uh, There, I would like there to be um, a an exchange between Kylo and Chewie. Perhaps over communications, you know, like like radio link back and forth, you know, where they where they can talk to each other. Where Chewie, you know, is I mean again, we can't understand what his half of the conversation, but Kylo kind of does the whole, you know, I I honestly do feel bad that you had to see it. You know, not I'm I'm not apologizing for killing Han, 
but I do feel bad that you had to be there. Yeah. And then... Uh, I, wish, yeah, I wish there was something there. That That's great. Yes. Because, like, um, an image that I love that floats around on, um, you know, like, Video Land and just all over the place on the interwebs um, is this picture of Kylo as a kid, and he's sitting on Chewie's lap, and then he's playing with his bow, and then he gets older, and then Chewie's looking at him kill, you know, Solo, you know? And it's, like, such a special... Special imagery there, mm-hmm. you know. I love it. Well, I, I love they grew up together. Well, I he's love probably the, I, riding on the back of uh, Chewbacca's back, you know, through the fucking woods. Well, and I love the, uh, the that 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 like set of images. No, the last two are normally Chewie looking through the crosshairs of his bowcaster at Kylo's head, mm. and then at the last minute it shifts down to his hip. Yeah, basically showing that you know because because Chewie doesn't miss throughout that entire movie. Yeah, yeah, and he hits him in the hip. Yeah, you know, like. It's, there's something to be said for for that connection, so I would like to see some yeah, more. Of I that. would like to see something like that too. Um, and I I do believe because I also don't want to put Kylo in the helmet much. Because you know what, I don't know where you're going to go with this, mm. but um, something that I'm very interested in because I haven't even made up my mind for my going into nine. We don't know where Kylo is. Is he going to be good? Is he going to be bad? He's not with Snoke. Is he, is he could he even be dead? I think it'd be awesome because I've always wanted to see Kylo turn around. And, and have that redemptive arc. And so my nine could potentially end with, end nine, okay, with him and Chewie being a team. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, I want to keep Kylo out of the helmet. Um, I think Adam Driver, as an actor, uh, he has a lot of facial expression that he can use. What about shirt? And Shirt, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, but I think that, especially because in my arc for Kylo, uh, it's... There is a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, he's not over the fact that he killed his dad, like there's there's still a lot of shit going on in yeah, Kylo's yeah, brain, and I want to see like that moment. One of my favorite things in Last Jedi is yeah, that moment that. where he's about ready to yep. shoot the command ship, and then he, he doesn't. Feels that Leia knows that there, Leia's yeah. there, and he doesn't because he doesn't want to blow up his mom. It's a beautiful moment, and it's great. It's one of my favorite scenes in that whole movie. And I want to see more of that. Yeah. And behind the mask, you can't. Yeah. You, you can't get facial expressions. You can't get you know drooping eyes, you know, that kind of thing. So I would like to see him uh, basically giving giving Chewie this sort of I really wish you weren't there. I never I never intended you for you you to see that and have him kind of get that sort of downtrodden that you know, like maybe I did the wrong thing. And then like, kind of snap himself out of it, you know, grit his teeth, you know, maybe have that, like, kind of suddenly he's got that angry scowl, and then say something shitty right back. You know, like, like one of those, no, no I, no, I don't feel bad. I'm a, I'm a badass, you know, and then say something, you know, angry and mean, and then the, the fighting continues. Um, during that exchange, Chewie will start, you know, the Millennium Falcon is going to be outnumbered, probably outgunned by all these, you know, advanced ships, it starts to look like Chewie's gonna go down in a ball of fire. And they destroy the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and that's when Poe, our, our friend Poe Dameron and his guys, they they come in, and then then we get our proper our proper space battle. They save the day. I like all that so far. Um, that's when Kylo is, you know, they're doing the atmospheric stuff. You get that cool kind of flyover scene of the island where he can see Luke, Luke and Ray on the top of the mountain, or coming out of the little Jedi temple looking thing, and basically he gives the command to, you know, to the the rest of the little Tie Fighters that are there, you know, keep them busy. Who does? N- uh, Kylo. Okay. And, you know, keep them busy, and he's like, "Knights with me," and then they land, spill out, and 
then we get to probably cut away to something else here as the Knights of Ren come out with Kylo, and that will eventually be a a, a conflict between Luke and Rey and uh, the Knights and Kylo. Because an Octu is a great place for a fight. Too. It really should be. It's there's not there's nothing there to distract you from a very important. Uh, Great backdrop for well, it's just yes. very feral feeling too. It is. You've got is. like the rocks, and you have the the waves crashing and stuff like that, and just it's, like you know, just nature. You could you have a lot of the... really, really cool fight scenes mm-hmm. on the side of a mountain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would probably keep Borgs as backdrop settings. Yeah, I would say that. Would you keep Borgs? Um, they don't have a problem. They don't bug me. Yeah, That's me. I don't. I, I, I wouldn't have them infest the Falcon or or anything like that. But I, I think that they would be okay. Window dressing. Probably yeah. at some point maybe see Chewie eating one. Because I do think that that should have happened. I would keep pretty close to the tone of Last Jedi. I know uh, there's a little bit of comedy there. But mm. yeah, I think the Porgs you know, lend a little bit of humor. Okay. Yeah, they're fine. Um, Alright, so after... You just say that because your wife loves Porgs. <laughs> I don't mind them though either. Mm. I uh, think they sound annoying. Where's your Porg shirt, man? <laughs> <laughs> so, while the Octo battle, you know, it's... We, we get to the, oh, this is about ready to get to get gnarly, we'll cut back to the space battle between uh, Akbar, Holdo, and the Dreadnought, uh, where the Dreadnought has you know it's lost its fighter support. You know it's it, that's all been you know, all the big stuff's been sent to, to Octo, and we got lots of little cruisers and things. And that's when Hux will make the uh, 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 will will make the decision. You know the power up the primary weapons array. You know whatever in Hux style. And we'll get like not like star, just not like like Death Star style laser, but a lot of big, big ass like bright green beams that just lance right through, like just blow like Akbar ship. I want Akbar. I I don't mind Akbar dying in this movie, like he did in in Jedi, but it was sort of. I don't want to say anticlimactic. It was yeah, very. It was, it was of, Akbar's it was, on the screen for a second, and then he's blown up. He's, yeah, he dies off screen, doesn't he? Yeah, well, it's it's you see him for a second, yeah. and then his ship explodes. Yeah. I'd like to see, but not like I want to see his guts ripped out. No, I want to see him actually, you know, make some commands, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. You know, turn us about. Especially he's seen. Yeah, de- I did not like that death de- in Last Jedi. Well, Akbar's seen Death Star's fire before, and I would love for like bring it on, our gentlemen. I I would like the the dreadnoughts kind of the primary weapons array to almost look like little mini Death Star lasers as far as like how they fire. So Akbar's like, turn us about, turn us about. You're like, like, fuck, I, I know this. This is going to suck. Yeah. And then boom, his ship explodes. Um, and then everyone's like, oh my God, you know, this is terrible. Uh, whereas that's when Holdo, seeing the fact that the Death Star, it, or no, the, the, the Are Dreadnought you giving can Holdo do that. a... A uh, legitimate amount of screen time, or no? Yeah, I might as well. Might I mean, well. As, about as much as she has now. Purple hair? Yeah, I don't care about her hair. She can be bald. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, purple hair, blue hair. I think bald would probably be an improvement. For me, the character is what matters, Brad. <laughs> not whether or not she has Leku. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like basically, you know, the resistance fighters, the fleet, the rest of the fleet, they see what happens. Akbar's ship goes up in flames. Holdo sounds the. You know, the, so that, that same thing where Holdo looks at Leia and says, you know, there's, uh, we've got to do something. And Leia's like, well, there's a, you know, there's an old rebel base near here. You know, get, give me five minutes. You know, they, so Leia is in charge of the evacuation. 
while Holdo and her staff also not leaving her on her ship by herself to you know, she's got like a whole bridge crew that are helping out make this make this thing happen because as that big ass dreadnoughts trying to come around to get a, a secondary shot they're launching ships they're heading towards they're trying to get the hell out of dodge uh and the uh Whatchamacallit, the uh, the dreadnought. I keep forgetting the dreadnought as a word. Yeah. Uh, the dreadnought starts powering up those guns again. You know, you start seeing little green glows. And that's when Holdo basically puts specifically. I don't like the hyperspace ram. It was a pretty image, but it really sets a shitty precedent for Star Wars. I want her to basically use her big old Moncow looking cruiser thing to. Shield the yeah, Seth. Well, you, I, I've got an idea too. Okay. Maybe. What if? So I agree that I don't really like the uh, the 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 hyperspace through because mm-hmm. it's like why wouldn't we have seen it already? Yeah. You know what I mean? What if she went into hyperspace next to the dreadnought and ripped it because like it bends space around you? So what if what if we did that? Like we got did, a little bit of absolutely whatever yeah. whatever needs and to they happen. destroy each other in that rather. It's whatever. just a thought. Actually, you know what? No, movie. actually, that's that might even be better. Yeah, because in my image, in my head, the uh, holdo ship gets gets blown up. Yeah, like it's sacrifices like, it's, itself. It's blocking the. Uh, but I definitely didn't want her to die on screen. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys? I mean, I almost took that out of mine. I kept it because uh, there is that moment of oh, that's badass. Yeah. But on the same hand, it's like I think everyone should almost be dead. Yeah. Anyone oh, that's on well, that ship, dude. We were talking about how like you know, that ship is huge. Mm-hmm. That ship's from here to Crawfordsville. Yeah. yeah. True. Like. So people could probably survive. You, oh, dude, it'd be like, yeah, I would think, yeah, that, yeah it would be okay. Because I did have but, a side note. I didn't get to bring it up, but I had a side note that said that she will have that sacrifice. But there will be uh, plenty amount of time for her, for everyone to talk about how there's no droids on the ship that could do it. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I always thought it was fucking weird that she would, you know, just catapult mm-hmm. herself into a, a dreadnought. When there's robots that can do it for you know, yeah, just fucking yeah. glue a robot to the fucking pedal and <laughs> get on a uh, <laughs> yeah. So who's got a cinder watch. block? Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I don't want Holdo to be like like you know you always get that image of someone on the bridge and then the fire and stuff. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Uh, because I do have her reappearing later. Oh, Basically, okay. she manages to get off the ship, which actually is better if she does do the, like, I pulled up side to you and did a hyperspace, like, and then rip, caught you in my rip, wake. Yeah, yeah. kind of ripped two ships Because then apart. she yeah. could return later. Later, because she just comes back. You know, yeah. like, that's, that, you know, that's, this is irrelevant. Yeah. Um, regardless, you know, so, whatever she does, it fucks up her ship, and... Fucks up the dreadnought. It fucks up the dreadnought to the point where it is not crippled dead in the water but it's having problems you know like and and we'll get a we'll get an angry hux you know maybe he'll shoot an engineer you know something like like one of those how long before we can rearm and they're like 20 minutes sir (laughs) boom and goes to the next guy how long before we can rearm 18 minutes excellent you know like give him give him a little more again make him make him a little more of an evil bastard make it 15 (laughs) yeah exactly you know Mm -hmm. uh but regardless it puts us in a situation where the dreadnought is now crippled or like you said dead in the water but still a threat it's still out there yeah the resistance are the resistance is heading to uh heading to crate because again i like that planet yeah i like that planet too i just like i was telling seth before this what i want out of crate 
is what well, well, get to that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, and, I'm, as yeah. producers, if the artwork's out out there and people have already done the design and it looks badass, looks, yeah, you might it. as well use it, man. So, uh, the are you keeping crate in yours? No, I, I mean, like, done. yeah, I was gonna say no because mine like would in kind of in a shipyard and all of that. Well, uh, and uh, I, I'm thinking more about mine as you're talking. I mean, mine would end on Snoke's ship, and Snoke's ship's the one that's getting outfitted with the Sun Crusher weapon. So yeah, mine would gotcha. kind of all in there. That everybody's kind of hanging out on his ship and, right. and ships around it. All right. Yeah. Uh, so at this point in the story, Resistance fighters are headed to, and, and not, I mean, like, and it's like troop carriers full of dudes. And ladies and droids and like they, they really evacuated everyone they could off the ship, and they're heading to crate. Hux has his scene where he's like, you know, how long to fix this ship? And one of the sensor guys goes, you know, there's a there's a small flotilla headed to that backwater planet, and he's like, you know, looks at Phasma who's also on the bridge because she's chrome and imposing, imposing. Looks at Phasma and she and he's like, gather your legion, you know, and you. Know, Follow them, yeah. And so Phasma and her troops, foot troops, not a bunch, not necessarily a bunch of adats, because again, I like adats, but that was kind of silly. Uh, they get in their own version and start, he- and, and they're you you get the impression that they're going to be heading after uh, after the resistance to crate. We can now sk- go back to Octo. The uh, knights are. Surround like they're working on surrounding the situation. Kylo is there. We get some nice banter between Kylo and Luke. You know, where where Luke's like, you know, uh, did, Luke, he, did he try to kill Kylo? Then no, I don't. I don't have him. Okay. I don't have. I don't have the. I I have Kylo leaving when he was a child. You know, or at least like a young, a young, maybe early teen. That's one thing I say I would like about Last Jedi. That's why I said at the beginning, like I I like it. I don't love it. Like I did like the uh, the back and forth. Like you know. Um, he Telling tried to kill stories. him in his sleep, but, yeah. but the true story in my mind is that he didn't try to kill him. He, he thought about it. He thought about pu- pushing that button, but then, you know, put the lightsaber down. That's when Kylo woke up. I, I actually like that intact. But mm-hmm. No, I, I do like that part of Last Jedi. It just doesn't fit with what, I, what, you what I've got okay. coming up. Um, so, basically, um, you know, there's going to be some good banter between Kylo and Luke. Where Luke keep you know Luke does the Luke thing where the you know I know you're still in there you know I I you know, you we I, I I can feel your sorrow over your father you know like I've been in your shoes you know the the, the I fought against my father too I nearly killed my father yeah you know, like like have yeah, some yeah, yeah. have some I'm trying to play on the heartstrings I got kind your of thing. father killed yeah yeah, yeah. Or you got your father killed I got my father killed yeah, yeah. and have him basically almost absolve him a little bit and go, that wasn't you. That was Snoke pulling your strings. You know, you're, everything you're doing now is because, is because of, of Snoke. And with, when you're, and I want to be, be clear about it because they haven't been so far is when you are dealing with the Sith, you are dealing with manipulation. You know, I want him to basically, you know, kind of outline the fact that, yeah, we know Snoke is a Sith or at least Luke does because at this point in the real, in the, the, Canon Star Wars. Snoke's just some. Snoke's just a just a guy who has yeah. a ring, you know, like yeah, shoots yeah. lightning. Yeah, shoots some lightning. Yeah. Um, the Kylo eventually gets, you know, tired of it because he's Kylo and he's like, you know, lightsabers and all these crazy cool Knights of Ren weapons, and they're about ready to engage when insert random Tie Fighter or X Wing. 
or Z wing or whatever pose. I don't even remember what they're. Are they still X wings? They're X wings. Um, the you know whatever one gets shot out of the sky and basically crashes into the scene, scattering everybody, and it puts Ray and Kylo kind of on away one side. Everybody. One uh, puts Red and you know Kylo and Ray away from everyone, where then it's the Knights versus Luke. And we get a cool Ray and Kylo scene where Kylo starts very similar to the throne room scene where Kylo's like, you know, Snoke can help you like he helped me. You know, we, we together we can, you know, we can uh, see you show you what you really are meant to be. You know, you have to know why he sent me, why, why he sent me to get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, back in episode seven, you know, Kylo was definitely had a bone on for, you know, what girl? What girl? Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. So, like it's it's a that was weird too because I never answered that. Like, they never does, did. Does he? That's know? what makes me think he's lying. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's more to her. There's, than de- what there's they definitely more to her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a, such an important scene in Force Awakens. I would hope that they just wouldn't just throw yeah. that to the side. It, it means is nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes a huge. He almost strangles an officer. Well, he drug yeah. a dude across the floor because like, he knows yeah. that there's an important girl out there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, not just some nobody. So in this instance, you know, he's like, you know, Snoke has told me. It, you know, Snoke, Snoke has set me for you. Come with me. You know, Luke, Luke's an old man. He's already fa- he's already failed you. He just doesn't know it yet. You know, like you know, like it's only a matter of time. And then in in the back, we can see that the knights uh, the knights of Ren and Luke are scrapping. You know, we get some lightsaber action. Not not, not any like major huge. You know, it's nothing nothing crazy yet. They're just sort of fighting background fighting. Yeah. And then we get, we, uh, during the Kylo Ray kind of discourse, we get a little bit more of the sorrow. You know, we get a little bit more where maybe Ray turns the tail, turns the tables on him a little bit where she's like, you know, you can stop this. You can, you could tell, you know, they'll, they would die for you. You could, you could stop this right now and we can, you know, we, we can go to Snoke. We can end this, you know, like you don't, it doesn't have to be this way. You know, Luke's been training me. He hasn't. Te- he hasn't taught you everything. You know that, that kind of. He ain't shown you. He ain't shown you shit. shit. Snoke <laughs> will show you everything. Um, and uh, then we've you know eventually their conversation will get to the point where it no, no more words can happen and it, it, they start going to blows. Uh, where it's lightsaber versus lightsaber, you get to see that cool, you know, blue crackle versus you know the the actual, uh, you know, some real fight. And this time, Ray really knows what she's doing, you know, because she's been trained by Luke at this point. Mm-hmm. So while she's not doing any force shoving or anything like that, and Kylo will be full of dirty tricks, you know, I'm ex- I'm suspecting, you know, Octo boulders and you know the the whole nine yards during their fight. Once their fight, we get to see maybe a minute of it. Do you have the Octo nuns cleaning up shit? No, they're getting cut up all over the place. <laughs> uh, porgs are flying. He's like grabs on a porg, throwing it out. No. Um, so we get to see a few, like a good maybe like 10, 15 seconds of them starting to clash. And then we cut to Crate where the trench war is about to begin. You know, Leia and a bunch of resistance fighters. Um, Finn is there. Oh, shit. I totally spaced so, the earlier Finn part. Where yeah. does Canto Bite come in? It, it is gone. <laughs> It is very gone. Um, I did keep Rose. Okay. I, I, was okay. I was talking to Seth earlier about this. So I do want Finn involved, probably during one of the downtime parts where they're talking about, uh, you know, 
the the schematics of the dreadnoughts or you know uh, how long will it take for Poe you know whatever uh, I want to see Finn is around he's obviously worried about did you Ray. just keep Rose because of the death threats and the harassment no no, or no. do you really I, like Rose I actually like the the fact that uh, Finn had a kind of a cool counterpart I did not want it to be romantic in any way I think that again. Some of my favorite scenes from Episode Seven are Finn and Poe just being buds. I know, so but you don't want no more of and, that then. No, I, I'm fine with that. But you have Poe and Finn kind of separate at this junction. Okay. Um, but I think that Finn and Rose could have that same kind of chemistry, and it would show us that Finn's just a good guy. You know, like we, we you can have just friends. All over the place. Yeah, 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 And I would like Rose to be... Uh, just like, friends. Just friends. You know, like, like, where they... You know, maybe have that kind of, you know... use the term... That bosom buddies feel. You know, like, they kind of... They, they have some snarky banter back and forth. I can't I can't um, stand that Rose stole that romantic interest in Last Jedi. I can't stand that. Well, so, I've, now that I've seen the, that movie three times, I still don't think it's requited. I hope it's not. But like Finn I doesn't, said... Finn doesn't, Finn doesn't look at her at all when she kisses him. He's just like uh, yeah, but but you know at the end when Ray's there, I get a, I get a feeling that they're gonna throw another one in there. It looks like it's gonna be Ray and Poe, and he, she, Ray doesn't even look over when he's trying to you know say sweet nothings to her um, when she's recovering at the end of Last Jedi. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with that, but I really want the Ray and yeah. Finn. I think it'd be garbage if they give us something else. Mm-hmm. So I want uh, I want Finn to have been. I don't know. I don't. use some reconstructed, but he needs to have some scars. Uh, he needs to have some like uh, some robot parts, uh, which is funny that that little fan poster had him with a robot eye. I wasn't yeah. going to do an eyeball, but like you're just turning him into cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I want Rose to have been basically his bedside technician, the one who helped him to his feet, yeah. helped him get used to having. Hey, it sucks having a robot heart, but you, you know, if one. you're going to put Rose in there, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, and the uh, I I had forgotten a relatively important Rose moment uh, that would have been a, a Rose and Finn moment is that when the Dreadnought would have kicked on the weapons arrays to begin with, that Finn would have seen it out of porthole or maybe they're on the bridge at the time or something along those lines where he sees that, you know, what's happening and he's like, oh God, you've got to warn him. And Rose is like at a control desk, you know. She whatever. Basically, we get the we get that Rose is this technological person. She's an engineer, and we know that she has figured out when the weapons are going to fire. Like something big's about to happen, and it's too late. The reason this comes into play here in a minute. So Finn. Down on the down on the planet with crate on crate with Leia Leia's General Leia's doing badass general stuff. I want to see her shooting people, like not like you know running around because she's old, but like give her a rifle. You know, let her be shooting from that bunker. You know, she's not just sitting back going, "Oh God, we're all gonna die." Yeah. Um, and uh, but Finn has sort of taken over that role of the frontline commander. Because between him having cool robot parts and being trained as a stormtrooper, I want to see him actually be in in episode seven. We saw him be kind of the accidental hero that that kind of pulled his big boy pants up at the end, but then got his ass kicked. I want to see him have his big boy pants on and not get his ass kicked, like him schooling people and eventually 
have it be led up to where the resistance on, on in these trench fights, because of him shouting orders and being like, it's weak underneath, you know, like giving out all this first order information, they start to, they actually start to get at the upper hand. You know, they regular guys knock over one of the AT, one of the ad-ats, you know, something along those lines. But it leads itself up to that seven samurai feel of Finn versus Phasma. Mm. You know, eventually they get back up there, she starts shouting at him, you know, the the traitor line, the FN217, whatever, yeah. yeah. And you know, have him, his response kind of, you know, my name is Finn. You know, give him a, give him a, a, a yeah. solid moment. My name is Finn. And he clobbers Chrome her. Dome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Raphael line? I think it was. That's a Finn line. Is it? Really? He calls her Chrome Dome. Oh, I miss that. When they see, start, when you I, see I, I know. I miss I that. I have to see Phasma do something yeah. well, hand though. Well, and that's the thing is I want to see her walking through resistance fighters to get to him like nothing like like grabbing grabbing dudes and breaking necks and spearing them in the like uh, snapping necks and cashing checks absolutely gotcha. i want her to be fucking vader from rogue one except on resistance because it's weird they turned her into kenny from south park yeah that's exactly what she yeah. is. Oh, how she died this time. How she died this one, yeah. yeah. So, well, so I want her to be walking through soldiers, and out of Finn, you know, Finn sees her out of the corner of, eye, the corner of his eye, and he gets that kind of rage boner where he's like, I'm going to, you know, someone's got to stop her, and it's going to be me. Yeah. And they have their, you know, like, their moment. See, yeah. And then overall, battle-wise, you know, we get to see that the resistance is starting, like, we, we are actually, because again, they're dead, they're dug in like ticks on this old base, there is, the First Order is starting to falter. You know, not running away or anything, but we're starting to see their yeah. vehicles blown up. We're starting to see the... the Some the, kinks in the armor. Yeah, yeah, the, the battle's starting to shift. Pan up to General Hux uh, on the bridge where he's looking like looking down over, you know, over, over what's going on. You know, the you're getting responses they're overtaking our position you know whatever and where he basically orders uh you know looks at the looks at the the uh, weapons guy and goes can the primary weapons array reach the battlefield from where we are uh yes sir but won't but well, our troops are down there oh but more of theirs are and he basically kicks on the uh the the little mini death star lasers to start a bombardment of the battle at which point, we get to see Rose, her little engineering techno thing goes, and she's like, uh, they're going to fire, but they're pointed at the planet. You know, uh, not the Scooby-Doo moment, but, you know, where she's the one that says, someone's got to help them. I need, can, I need somebody who can fly. And one of her fellow engineers, played by Benicio Del Toro, a guy named DJ, because being a slicer is stupid, but I kind of don't want to waste the actor. Uh, he's like, well, does I he have a stutter? No, because that was really God. terrible. I got rid of him, but at least you got rid of his stutter. So. Yeah, where he's like, where he's like, well, I can fly, and so Rose and him hop in like a cargo hauler and head to you know head out of the base to go pick up some dudes, and they go because again Rose and Finn are buddies. They go straight out to there and. You know, at that moment, maybe give Rose a you know after you know Finn's Finn's got his battle with Phasma, bam, 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 bam. he like knocks her helmet off, and we get to see like a, a like all fucked up trash compacted 
you yeah. know, uh, Christy, whatever, what's her last name? I don't know. I don't remember. But the Phasma actress. We get to see that she's, you know, all messed up and, like, not human Gwendolyn inside. Gwendolyn Christie. is Gwendolyn Christie, thank yeah. you. Yeah. And she's, like, such, she's so wasted. I know. She is. Well, I'd like Rhea to see... Tarth. I'd like to see her, you know, have some makeup yeah. under that helmet. You know, she falls back and she's trying to get up to her feet. You know, maybe she, like, you know, Rose and DJ pull up and Finn is, you know, like, what are you doing here? And Rose is like, we've got to get out of here. It's gonna, it's gonna fire. And, you know, from behind Finn, like, Phasma's starting to reach for her gun. And that's where we get, like, Rose just kind of goes... And does her little stunner thing, like, right to Phasma's face, because it's currently exposed. And she topples backwards. You know, like, nothing, oh. n- we don't, it doesn't need to kill her. Just yeah. enough to one of the, give Rose her moment. Yeah. So are you going to, are you saving her for, like, a nine, then? Yeah, is that, might as well. is that Is that all of, of her, then? But she saves Finn, and they uh, try to usher as many people into the, uh, uh, into the thing, into the cruiser I mean, that's all, as much. all of Phasma, then? Yeah, at this point okay. she's done, and that's what I—that's what I did too. Where I had him, her really getting. The I want to have her you, moment. You know how they got the upper hand on her in the first one through in the fucking dumpster, right? Yeah. This one, she has the upper hand on them, and in my script, they have you know she's going to execute them. Yeah. And that's when the the ship explodes there. In, in, but you know yeah. what? Just like with Kylo, there was no phasma body. So if you wanted to, you could bring her. You back. have another yeah. phasma. Yeah. yeah. For the final showdown. So, uh, there they everyone gets uh, into they're getting into this this cargo ship. And, you know, DJ's like, we, we don't have any time. We gotta go. We gotta go. And they start, you know, like, but what about, you know, what, you know, insert, oh, what about, what about the general? And that's when, like, the lasers start to rain down. So they're like, we have no time. DJ hits the, hits the gas and they, add, they fly the hell out of there, leaving a whole bunch of soldiers behind, but also, you know, General Leia. General Leia. General, uh, or leaving Leia. I called her General Leia. That's not... Right. Yeah. I'd be like General Bob. It's yeah, General it's, Leia. Yeah. It's, um, but you, it leaves her, leaves her there, and we get a cool scene of her basically, like, kind of looking up, seeing that, you know, there's these giant green lasers coming down, and, and I want, like, full-on bombardment. Like, she's seeing... Remember the when Rogue One, when the fire wave was happening? The at the, 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 the giant, like, planet-cracking fire oh, wave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, but not to that... You know, craziness. Yeah, like, that was too crazy. See, that was too much. <laughs> but like seeing multiple explosions, just like wiping out sections of battle. Is that where Jetta is exploding? Is that what you're talking about? Kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what well, he's talking about. I always that. thought that was like going full retard. I was like, it how was, did anybody ever get Oh, yeah, no, no, not Jetta. The the <laughs> end, the very end when the fire was coming. Where the fire is coming, uh, they're holding hands. Yeah. yeah. Um, T- so basically, basically, you know, she sees that there's explosion, there's explosion, there's explosion, big green lasers. And like bathe her in like this this green light that you know it's about to happen, and she gets this the, where she can kind of like look down at her hand and open up, and she's got uh, Hans uh, dice, and she says, "I know," and then boom, and then she's gone, fire explosion, and we don't see her evaporate. Obviously, we just you know she has her moment, and then it cuts. To the fight on Octo, where as soon as it happens, Luke and Kylo like have their stutter step. Mm-hmm. Yo, know, Kylo loses it, loses the upper hand against Ray immediately, and Ray like you know you know kicks him down and you know like he 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 feels it. Luke feels it, and it's the opposite reaction. He loses his shit. 
we get to see all... Remember I said the, the Knights of Ren fight was kind of him just sort of defending himself and doing an okay job of it? When he feels Leia's death, we get to see the Luke Jedi Master that we have always wanted to see. The U-12 dudes are fucked. So he turns to anger? Uh, full on, I am... How about maybe... Even, not lightning, nothing... Uh, I was going to say, how about just watching a Jedi Master dispose of some Padawans? Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. It's, it is, it, you know, we're... It's very much the use the force to knock their weapon away, and he's just like done. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna finish this. Yeah, yeah. And that whole time, while he's kind of just like dance killing around these guys, because at this point, you know, yeah, they were badass looking, but they are not him. I'd like to see him um, almost start to uh, like not burn up. That's not the right word. Not f- like where you can kind of like he's he. He's exhausting himself. Yeah, like you can t- like physically tell that he is the force is with him and he is with the force. And at the end of that little battley scrap whatever, that's when I want to see Luke fade. I want to basically you know, maybe so, so is he a projection then? No, 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 no. I mean like up. I want him okay. to burn himself out dealing with these guys, but just from fighting? Well, again, this is is an old man it's kind of like, you know, Yoda was very, very yeah. pressed when he was done fighting both the the Emperor and Count Dooku. Yeah. And I mean, like, he grabbed his heart. I mean, he, he was, quickly had to go back to the cane. Yeah, like, it, I, wa- I want to see the taxing nature of when you fly. And, and, and again, that fight, he needs to be doing some force madness. And I would like the last, like, maybe the last guy, like last the last knight or whatever, maybe we see where, you know, he had, like you said, full dark side Luke. That's crazy. Maybe we get that Joker Luke, where you know he, he we get the Vader no moment, but not done badly. Uh, where when Leia dies, he feels it. He goes off the deep end and starts killing bitches. And we do get you know when the that 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 Joker look on his face, where he is after the the first couple are just because I'm angry, and the last couple is because I'm starting to like it. A little, a little bloodthirsty. And then at the very end, like one of those, yeah. like kind of catches himself and it falls to one knee, lets the force out of him. So you're going, you're really going away from the cookie cutter hero type Luke Skywalker. I, I want him. He's his heroic events. Because you don't want you don't like gray though. I don't like gray. But you kind of like the way I I'm, like the way I'm descri- you're describing it to me sounds like it, he's kind of. Like like Gray. I think that Luke has. Well, I mean, Luke chokes out like eight people in <laughs> in fucking Return of the Jedi. I, I think Luke has probably seen the dark quite a bit. What? It's two. It's like eight. Good morning, guys. <laughs> worth four piece. Um, but like, I I firmly believe that Luke has probably gone dark side before, and he just has. You know, he he knows that threat, and. I would like to see him get right up to the edge of it, to the scary edge, and that's when he kind of stops himself, maybe falls to one knee, you know, something like that. And before he would fade, I I really don't think there's enough Force Ghosts used in Last Jedi, other than Yoda. Um, I would like to see, like, his all of his teachers kind of there to welcome him to the Force. Because one of the things I think that him fading in Last Jedi yeah. now is very lonely. 
It's it's tricky too though because once you start introducing like the Force Ghost again, it's mm-hmm. like why didn't you bring him up in nine when nine comes around? You know, like because yeah. if you bring Qui Gon, where the fuck was Qui Gon all this time? It's just it gets well. Really, not, I'm not saying well. No, I mean not his teacher. Like yeah. Qui Gon wouldn't be his teacher, but yeah. if, if if someone else is still there, I'm sure Qui Gon. If, if it wasn't gonna be, it just opens a really sticky. If it wasn't gonna be just like the teachers, like Obi Wan Yoda, and to a certain extent Anakin, the ones that he saw at yeah. the end of at the end of uh, Return Return. I would trade all of them in for Leia. Just like welcoming him, welcome, yeah. welcoming him. Yeah, to... one like what like one of those, you know, he he falls down to one knee and like a hand comes in from the side of the screen, and you know he looks up and it's her, and then then He's they're gone. gone. Yeah. Um, Kylo has his you know overwhelming emotional moment because mom's dead. Ray then you know is it not she she's not going to strike him down you know anything like that but um she is definitely still on the offensive so he has to defend himself and eventually there will be an injured Ray because we need Kylo and Ray to leave this planet together uh let's see what else do I have? Um, so do we get to Ray's lineage or Ray's lineage takes place? So okay, so we got the crate blasted, everything like that. Uh, yeah, because you know Kylo and Ray are on their ship, and they are headed. You believe initially you would think that they're heading to uh, uh, to the dreadnought. She is in the ship, lying down, probably comatose, comatose, injured yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and they can have some more banter. You know, she's like, I can sense your feelings. You know, you, you know, it's it, it's okay. Like, she was important to all of us. You know that that sort of thing. And not that she really is, because you know Ray knew her for like eight days. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then uh, he, you know, one of the things that Ray will have to do is that she will need to explain, like, basically, really drive it home that Snoke is using you. You know that you are you are nothing to him. You're just a tool. You know, you, you you don't have to do this. You don't have to follow his orders. You don't have to let him abuse you this way. You know, you, you've already killed your father. Your mother is dead. You, you you don't have to keep doing this. And he does the whole, you know, only 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 Snoke recognizes me. You know, only only Snoke knows the knows the true true potential of of my powers. And. When he will then report to Snoke, we'll get a little cool little hologram thing. Snoke will not give a shit about anything Kylo has to say. All he's basically going to keep saying is, you know, is is she unharmed? Is the vessel ready? You know, like bring her to me. And he's like, well, yeah, but you know, I as soon as as soon as I'm I'm repaired, you know, as soon as I'm fixed, I'll have her. Ignore that. Continue, continue to General Hux. He won't, he won't screw this up like you have. You know, he'll make sure she gets to me unharmed. And at that point is where we'll see, you know, the hologram ends. That's where we'll get to see that whole, that first time where Kylo's like, maybe Snoke sucks. <laughs> maybe Snoke sucks. <laughs> then he's got a t-shirt. <laughs> maybe Snoke sucks. Maybe Snoke sucks. It's just him in three pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was gonna get a T-shirt that says "Your Snoke Theory Sucks" because yeah. everybody Cause everybody sucked because none of them were right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we will get Kylo heading to Hux's dreadnought, 
which he believes is he's victorious. You know, he's blasted the planet. The re- the resistance rebels are scattered to the winds. Did Phasma die? Uh, oh yeah, she's in the she, in the, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. She she exploded. Yeah. Um, and you know, Hux welcome. You know, like Kylo. Kylo's ship lands, but we only see Kylo get out of the ship. Ray does; he does not bring Ray with, and Kylo goes to the bridge. And we get a Kylo and Hux exchange, where you know uh, Kylo basically says, "You know, the, the the battle is won. I have what we need." Take you know, take us to Snoke's palace. You know, very very much. The, Where's the palace? Oh, where the fuck do you think it is? Mustafar, no, it, it needs to be Vader's fortress, which I still say is on Mustafar. The yeah. one from Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mustafar. He came out and said, it, "Oh, did, did, yeah. yeah, like that's because that set piece is badass yeah, yeah. and it needs to get brought back." Yeah, okay. So yeah, that's where Snoke. That's where that's where Snoke hangs out. Um, and uh, the uh. uh on the bridge, you know, Hux is like, you know, well, repairs are nearly complete. You know, we will be on our way momentarily, and uh, you know, I cannot wait to to tell the supreme leader, you know, that I I, I personally uh, that the that the resistance is broken and the uh, ge- you know General Organa her her dust her ashes will never never leave create you know by my hand you know true mustache twirly, and that's when. Kylo like force you know like force pulls him over to him and is like you know she deserved better than that and runs his ass through I want and we just see Kylo lose his shit on the bridge on the dudes there Ray wakes up in the ship there's a little stack of her clothes with her lightsaber sitting on top of it and a you know press press me button and if What's fa- she wearing now? Well, I, I assume she'd be in her uh, like medical, like like the me- not like a diaper, but you know. Because okay. remember, she got injured. Okay, I just make it yeah, sure. No, I don't no, know. No. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't mean she was like you know in nothing. It's, I didn't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like, or maybe, why did you have to bring that up? I thought she was naked. I, or, or maybe new clothes. Okay, like maybe a whole new set of. Something. So I didn't know if maybe imperial garb or something like that. You just said her clothes. I'm like, I didn't Wait, say why is she out of her very clothes. very thin satin. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say anything specific. No bras in space. Yeah, no bras. Well, anti gravity. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, basically, uh, I, I'm going to fast forward through the the kind of the messy part. It's uh, Ray using what Kylo has left for her. It is going to allow the remnants of the resistance to get onto the ship. Like a homing beacon or you know she hits the button and it's like like Finn is on the other end of a hollow communicator and she, and, and he's like what, what are you doing? And she's like how are you? And she's like I I'm on I'm on I'm on the ship and he's like yeah we your signal's coming in loud and clear. Uh, like like it's like it's calling to us and so we get our big battle except we get some of our not space battle. We get our battle with troopers and stuff on the dreadnought. So who's our parents? Well, I know. <laughs> I was just saying, get there, man. Like, I, I, I think Ryan I actually, Steele's I think I on it. almost I an hour it. right now. I'm sorry. I'm he's sorry. Been, has he been talking for an hour? Almost past an hour. We, Ryan, we sorry. started at 45. We ended at 45. Oh, shit. Sorry, and you're at 146. All right. Oh my god. So, uh, <laughs> Brian, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and I know I've missed things. I know that I wrote more here. That's not. That's not coming in. So, Brian. Ray's lineage to cut to the chase. 
so Snoke is Darth Plagueis. I like oh, okay. I want I, I want to call that back. I like that. to. I want to call that back to the prequels. If I can say real quick, that was my number two. I yeah. that was my number two. Um, I think that is really good because you you have to call back. It ties things yes. up. Darth Plagueis the Wise. I fucking love that. That was my exactly. number well, two. and that he then he can defeat death. Um, I want uh, I want it to come out that the reason why he wants Ray similar. You guys said like Force Vampire. What he wants Ray for is uh, basically Anakin and Ray were both created not from the Force itself. They were created like from like raw like Palpatine genetics. It's the reason why the clone, the whole cloning thing began in the beginning to begin with. Oh, so you think Anakin, so you're going to go back to where I, I, I think I think the whole, the original purpose that what Plagueis wanted was a male and a female perfect force clone. Yeah, yeah. So like he that. could create, so the two of them could create the perfect vessel. But the, he used like Palpatine DNA? It, or or his own, or I mean, because he unfortunately doesn't I don't even think you need any he DNA doesn't look human. With, like, with force, as long as you it, can figure out how to... It, what, basically, he's the one that orchestrated their creation. Okay. And the idea being that the two of them would get together to create the f- perfect body for him to defeat death forever. You yeah, know? I, I like And his body's all that. fucked up now. That's yeah. why he's so... Push, that's why he's pushing Kylo to get this, get her, get her yeah. now, you know, because he needs it, a new vessel. He needs a new vessel. Um, and so, like, again, you guys were like, you know, he needs her for to prolong his life. I'm like, yep, that's pretty much what, what I was going with. Yeah. Um, so what I want to see is basically at the end, after they've taken over the vessel, you know, eventually Poe and Finn and the heroes and whatnot, they get to the bridge and when they open it up, Kylo is by himself because he's murdered everyone. And he willingly surrenders to them. Like, hands out, you know, put the, put the binders on me. And it's it, it, like a very weird, like one of those, uh, okay. And he's like, you know, to the brig with me kind of thing. And it's very much the... I'm giving myself up to you because I've come to the realization that Kylo Ren is meaningless, that Kylo Ren is dead, and that I'm going to have to be Ben Solo if I'm going to be able to stop what has happened. The only person that can... Maybe use that as like the, the, yeah, yeah. the foot drop. The only person that can stop, you know, Plagueis... At that point, maybe he switches up the terms, or the only person that can stop Snoke before he... Uh, the only person that can stop Snoke before he becomes Plagueis again. It's gotta be Ben Solo. It's gotta be me. It gotta be me. Uh, and no one's believing him. Obviously, he, I want him to be on... Like, I want him so to be in the... all three of us had that Rey is a nobody, though, really. Yeah, she, I, she was I, created by Force. Yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't want her created by the Force. I do not well, like that but, part but, of Anakin's backstory at all. But, like, you know how you're calling back. I mean, it's hard to say that, though, when you want to connect. I want to, to change I want to change it that Plagueis helped orchestrate it using science and Sith magic and genetics, not the so, Force just makes a baby. Okay, because I, I mean, because I think you can conjure that without, you know, DNA. I think that should. Like, oh, not, go not necessarily. DNA. Yeah, not necessarily. You know, but if he doesn't use DNA, then he did use the force to. He did manipulate the force to create a human. Well, which is manipulating midichlorians. Again, but we got. We also want to try and stay away from the M word because everyone hates it. Yeah, unless you could explain it, make it cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, so 
Because DNA gets messy then because then, it does, you're, it does. then you're a part of somebody again. It does. You know? Because I like um, everything you just said except for the Palpatine DNA. Again, it's it's that whole thing of I want Plagueis to have orchestrated Anakin and Rey's existence. But essentially, she's she's so she's nobody. She was created by... She was created to be... She doesn't be, have natural parents. Yeah, that's... A, yeah, I, I'm okay with her having parents, but I like this better. Yeah, so do I. Um, but I definitely like it better than her parents being absolutely no ones. Like, where they're just schmucks. Yeah. Um, that's with me, I, and I think yours too, Seth. I want to connect it to make um, Phantom Menace yeah. cool. Yeah, you exactly. know, because many chlorians, yeah, everyone hates that because that story sucked. <laughs> you know, and I want to make that story cool again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of this movie, the dreadnought, you know, Ben Solo, because I do want to say when they go to see, have Ray have her like last moment. How did Ray get to Snoke? Well, th- it's not that's not in this. That'll be in F nine. Oh, the end of this movie is everyone is on board this broke ass dreadnought. Heading to Mustafar, heading to where Snoke to is, we get our uh, we get Ray goes to see Kylo in the bridge or in the brig, and Kylo is wearing not wearing his Sith outfit anymore. I would like him to almost look not like in Jedi robes, of course, but like he was wearing. He doesn't look evil evil anymore. He's still got that you know the, that shit going on, but like. You can you can look at him as a as an audience member. You can see him and go, okay, yeah, he was a person at some point. Uh, real quick, very quick side note, not derailing. Um, did Snoke have? I can't remember. Did he have a in, in the Last Jedi, the real yeah, movie? Yeah, he had, did a, he ring. Have, did he have he a, had ring? a big crystal. Did, ring. They didn't explain that. Nah, because it was really like, interesting. Because Seth, you and I have the same where he's kind of like a Force vampire. Yeah. But you could even use this for Darth Plagueis. But um, reading up on Darth Nihilus, he actually had some sort of armor that he could technically kind of download his consciousness into yeah, and then come back. Yeah. So, you know, with the real last Jedi, because I said at the beginning of this, a lot of my problems could be fixed. It yeah. makes eight meaningless, but it could make nine really Maybe cool. Maybe we'll see that ring again and, and someone else puts it his... on and it's like, meow, 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 I'm Snow. Meow, meow. That could happen. Right in the bridge. We, we, we get hooks back. I can't wait for our theories to start up for nine, boys. <laughs> All right, even thinking so, about that. No. <laughs> that's that's where we get the uh, where Kylo will tell Ray because Ray will come to see him in the brig and basically be like, "Before you said you said Snoke needed me, why?" And that's where Kylo will can kind of let her know. Is it, so he tell her in this he'll, movie. He'll or is it gonna cut? Uh, well, no. Where's the dramatic cut? The dramatic. He'll tell her that you know you were. A, a Sith Lord by the name of Darth Plagueis, but you know him as as Supreme Supreme Leader Snoke. He helped create you as a funnel for the dark side of the Force, so he can live forever. And then have her basically be like that that you know, and and maybe even Kylo reinforce what, something that Luke said earlier on, and go, you know, that's why Luke couldn't train you. Why Luke? You always knew Luke was afraid of you, and now you know why. Ray leaves. Like we don't get, we don't get them being friends. They're not best buddies just yet. Ray leaves, goes to the bridge. The actual last scene is her looking out over the the starscape, and maybe in the like reflection in the glass, we can see that maybe she is like the the reflection of her looks a little skewed, a little skewed, a little scowly. You know, yeah. like there's like she, the what's looking back at her is not quite right, and then we get our credits. 
Okay. So that I'd be saving the big snow. Any uh, in spoiler no, first in, po- in spoiler. I would not do stingers. None of them had them yet. I would not. Do I know. Them. I'm putting my first one in. See, I apologize. I, ra- I ranted for so long. No, yeah, like I said, I missed a bunch of shit. But that's. I wanted DJ to be a pilot and not a, a schmuck. I wanted Rose to be an engineer. And we should not... reminded everybody that we do go long when we're talking Star Wars. Yeah, it's hard and, to. and I'm fucking worried. Well, I had I had a lot. Like I said at the beginning, I had a lot just like you did, but I had to try to. Try to bring it down a little bit just for conversation. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine, man. Um, anything else that you guys wanted to bring up? Is there any uh, real quick look at your notes? See if there's anything else you wanted to bring up? The only thing that I wanted to say is that, like, my ancient Snoke was awakened from Order 66. Okay. Was that when <clears throat> Vader shifted the Force when he killed all the Jedi, that's what awoken Snoke. Okay. Again. But then that, that's a long time, isn't it? With, um... Snoke being out and about because yeah. that's he's out there 50, 60 years so. yeah he's out there building forces yeah yeah. the only thing I would say I don't like about yours is um, if because uh, if, if you use the the Palpatine DNA well okay again yeah, or yeah. just DNA in general like I like the I like the for me from just my criticism yeah yeah is the uh, that and um, I really want to keep Luke alive for one movie because they killed um, Harrison Ford's Han in first movie, second movie killing Luke. I want to keep him. And then Leia's dead. You just killed See, two of our well, and that our legacy characters I in one movie. I did that on purpose as because I want episode nine, the wrap-up, to be about the new characters. To you know, leave the old behind, finish it up with the new strong. And then with, yeah, and so, but it's still a Skywalker legacy. And I guess you could tie that back with your... Kylo, you know, Kylo is a Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the end here is, uh, like, with him just fizzling away. I don't I just, I don't like that because it's like... Yoda, when I'm seeing Yoda, I know Luke is old for, for a human, mm-hmm. okay? But Yoda is fucking ancient. I mean, he's older than... He's probably, like, at the max of that lifespan. And he's been one through would, a lot of shit. One would assume. One would assume. And uh, I think... I don't think Skywalker's that old like he's like 60 he just retired <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i don't want him just to have a badass fight and then shit the bed you know that's just my criticism on yours i would keep him around or have a more uh, more traditional death i guess like obi-wan sliced down kind of thing yeah but any what are your any criticisms on that what with luke dying just with any of that that he just said there's i know it's lot. an hour long but there's a lot to take in. There's, a Sorry. Whole, there's a whole lot to take in um, again, I mean, I interrupted and said the only thing that I would do is I would say that uh, rather than her ramming the ship with the hyperspace, no, I, would I, think have her, I think that's a great idea. I'd have it, you fellow know, producer. I would make that script adjustment. All right, well there you go. Tell the graphics my, guys that would be my my big one is instead of ramming the ship, uh, going to hyperspace next to it and like bend both ships and kind of you know disable one and destroy the other. That'd be true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, to close this out, um, honestly, would you watch? I would watch your guys' movies before I would watch Last Jedi, Hand of God. I think those are better movies that you guys just um, really even through. mine. Yeah, I mean, yours was yours very was similar solid. to mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched yours twice. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just came with ideas. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, but that's no. I like that. I think both those movies that you guys just presented. Um, yeah, I, I think it's better than Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And that was... How long did it take you to write yours? Uh, well, about six hours. See? Six fucking hours. Mine was two hours in a shitter. In an uncomfortable <laughs> position. How long did it take you to come up with your ideas? Uh, a couple days. Okay? Yeah. So I think we can all admit that, yeah, sure, some of our stuff needs ironed out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. That's, that's fucking six hours, two hours in the shitter, man. You know? <laughs> 
But I think that we've come up with a pretty goddamn framework here, yeah. all three of us. I mean, did you like um, Seth and mine? Absolutely. Absolutely. What is funny is when you were like, you know, and he's a force vampire from way back, and I was like, I totally can get behind uh-huh. that. You know? That or Plagueis, I love it. I think we had some consistencies in all mm-hmm. of ours. You know, very similar with mm-hmm. Ray, very similar with Snoke. We Snoke, all butt-fucked Canto Blight. Yeah, we <laughs> literally, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Seth, where can they find you? Uh, I am Seth Fisher. You can find me on the Facebook page. Uh, I am Laird Geek on Twitter, L-A-I-R-D-G-E-E-K. I'm also, you can follow me on Instagram at the same, uh, on the same handle uh, and see... uh, uh, action figure artwork. 20 seconds and we'll be under two hours. Alright, I'm at Brian C.P. Steele, spell with a Y, and there's an E at the end. Uh, that's uh, Twitter, Facebook, AV, whole nine yards. I'm Brad, you can find me on Adventures in Video Land. I'm all over the place. Seth, just take us out. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram, you can find us uh, on Tumblr, you can find us on Twitter, but my good friends, the conversation begins and ends on fa- uh, on Facebook. Uh... <laughs> You've been listening to Criticism in his finest hour. Until next time, my good people, peace. May the force be with you.